first Rubik's Cube today. Well done, Thomas. That's uh, an achievement. I, I, had, I bought one about two or three weeks ago. Like uh, your 3B3, your regular 3B3. The, the, the OG Rubik, Rubik, Mr. Rubik's yeah. Cubes. Uh, it sounds like something from Sonic the Hedgehog, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Dr. Dr. Ru- Ru- Dr. Rubik's. So I got one, the 3B3, and I, I thought, okay, well, this seems impossible. So I, I did a bit of like, you know, cheating essentially. Sorry, well, cheating. No, no, no. You, you, you studied the algorithms. Only in order one part, to, only in order one. To try and solve so it, I yeah. could do like the top half, and I was like, well, it sh- should be able to. I didn't want to like just learn how to do it all straight off the bat, like watching someone else, because I figured it'd just be boring, wouldn't it? Just getting someone else to show you. So I think just fuck, I'm nearly there, man. Look at that three B three. I'm getting there, but I, I bought a two B two, which is like you know it's the baby cube. Yeah, the and I smashed that today. Well, Easy. We, we, we were watching some, piss. We were watching something on YouTube, weren't we? And about like apparently is it the five by five? The, oh, there's the, loads. The what is it? The I don't know. Professor's Cube or something it's called. Oh, oh no, that was because we watched uh, something on uh, Netflix you called Speed Cube, and it was like the Red Bull World Championship of Speed Cube. Speed and I was like, cube. oh, I'm in, I'm in. I mean, they, me they can they can solve the three by three in like under six seconds. That's insane. Well, they reckon it's like the the limit is about three seconds because you like you can't. This is like physically impossible. To, to, yeah, yeah. But you can get like a robot to do it, I suppose. <laughs> just do it really fast. <laughs> but the um. The five by five or six or seven or what they've got, it's it's got so many possible oh, yeah. outcomes that it's like, yeah, apparently right. if in years or something, the 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 universe would be uh, no, no stars and planets would exist anymore. It would be that far into the future. If you yeah, what 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 they said is like the any cube that you have, like if you've got one at home, if you look at it, the positions of the colours on there are likely to have never occurred before ever. And every single cube that you look at is a completely different setup. There's like quintillions of of potential like options that the the, num- the uh, colours can be in. It's fucking mind blowing. I was like, I need to get into this. Like Red Bull do the um, <laughs> yeah. like Red Bull cube. They do like crazy like motocross and jumping out of airplanes with like, parachutes and Rubik's cube fighting sharks <laughs> or something. And then I just watched this like, this lad do a uh, like speed cubing. And I was like, wow. I mean, <laughs> sign I mean, me up. I mean, like that. The kids that are, they're very clever, aren't they? They're, one of the kids was quite, like, had autism, didn't he? And it, he could just he see was them. Like, he could see the he matrix. He could just see the matrix. That's in, the thing. In the cube. That's the thing. Like, the more you do, like, you start to go, ah, and you can start to see a bit of the matrix. You start turning into, like, a yeah. cube Neo in some respects. Yeah, like, I, I know how to solve the top. I, can, I mean, that's fairly good, man. That's fairly yeah, good. Yeah, you're close. Yeah, close. you got you got a few. And that's with, with basically almost no tuition. Well, it's none. It's just me looking at the YouTube. Well, that is kind of. But it's not a lot. That's probably yeah, about. But, still, but you've still gone on YouTube. Six part videos and I didn't even you get through just half got of it one. Yes, I have. Figured oh, it out. Stop mocking me. I'm the best. <laughs> it's taken me weeks. I still haven't done it. I'm determined to do it, though. Yeah, and then once you know and you, and you get better and better at solving it, then you can improve on your speed. I find that time flies when I'm fucking about with them. Yeah, you it just, just like sit there for ages and I'm like. Because I'm concentrating. That weird face is like. Yeah, it's because I'm Dead concentrating to doesn't, fuck. Doesn't like, this is not like he's paying attention to anything else in the room, and it's just, oh, it's really, like, I thought I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be, I've got three, and, th- and that sounds crazy, but one, right, I've got my first one, I've got it to a position, I'm frightened to move it around too much in case I fuck it up, so I bought a second one to like, so I could use that as a to practice and go, okay, so well, if so I do yeah. this, 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 and this, what happens to the original one? Because the, the origi- once you fuck yourself up, it's impossible. The one impossible. you bought that's... New. Uh, the first one you bought is like completely, you know, there's no stickers on it. The second, one, the second one you bought 
has stickers on. That's what I used to do. I used to peel the stickers off. And no, no, I'm not doing any of that. I'm not doing any of that. Nah, you can't do that. I might buy one just and see. But I, I'm, I just, I would cheat. I'd just learn the, I'd learn the well, speediest you, algorithm I could. You can to just get it solved. It's fine to do it. And then but I just figured. Well, it's like pattern recognition, isn't it? Making and 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 understanding the. What you patterns. do is you get one face done. And everyone's like, shut it's the like fuck the up. Is this Rubik's cru- cube hour? Or you something? do the cross in the middle. The white you, cross. You get like one like face done. Now, I don't think it really matters which one you do. You get one face done, and then you have to work. It, you can do it. I don't know. I, I think I, it's the white one. It's the one with the little like sign in the middle. But then you do it, right? And then you go, okay, I'm going to work on the other side. No matter what you do to the other side, it starts fucking up the one that the side that you've just finished. Yeah, so yeah. you have to kind That's of like, like reverse oh. it back and then put the thing. So you've got to like move one into the position that you want it, but at the same time, reverse and backtrack and stick the one that you've moved back to where it's fucking what? <laughs> it drives me mad. Fucking hard, man. It's, it's hard. It's good brain exercising though. Apparently it keeps you sharp. It does. I don't know. Apparently. So, uh, Teco, I've been killing Teco this week. Murdering Teco. What are we going to have for tea tonight? Can we smack Teco on it? Yeah, definitely. What, what is it? Go uh, on. I'm going to do like the um, the vegan like kebabs we did the other day. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, so we're gonna, after this, I want to walk to the shop, get some like pita bread. To be fair, though, I had an actual real kebab the other day. And fuck me, that's some hardcore. Yeah, we, to be fair, like just, just straight after eating that like fish and chips and you had a kebab. It was I felt fucked. Like, Oh, just the next day I felt fucked yeah, as like well. Like, oh no! So just garbage food. You can you can definitely get something similar in flavour with much better, <laughs> c- cleaner, better for you ingredients. So that's what I'm going for today. Fair play. So yeah, that's what we're gonna have. When we put Teco all over that, yeah, and that's we definitely still, and we the still right ha- vessel for it. And we still haven't done Teco popcorn. No, we still I keep have saying not I'm gonna it. do it every week. I'm the worst. I need to do. I'm, I will do it. You're just the worst. I am the worst. <laughs> so, uh, yes, El Yucateco, please head over to their social media at um, El Yucateco and saw Hot Sauce on Instagram and El Yucateco Hot Sauce Official yep. on uh, Facebook. YouTube, go on their YouTube channel. Oh, yeah, and you El can Yucateco learn how to make Teco popcorn, probably. They probably do have a Teco popcorn on yeah, there, but yeah. not my Teco popcorn, which so will be... I might, shall I do it tonight? Yeah. Put it in. Or is it, it just... It's weird, it's a weird time of the week, Thursday night, to... Yeah, it's, so it's, it. yeah, it's crazy for popcorn, that is. Thursday night, no one has Can't popcorn on no Thursday has pop- night. No, because it's, no, it's a weeknight and you're like, oh, it, it's like popcorn's one of those things, it's like you, when you can, like, you're excited and you've got some, like, free time to watch, watch a movie a film, and stuff, man. yeah. Yeah, so, um, El Yucateco, do the things, go over there, like and uh, follow them and also tag us in all of their social media so they uh, so know, they know that you're, uh, you come from us and you'll be in line to get some winnings which you've actually sent out today, haven't we? Somebody we over in Australia, yes. so America, <laughs> fucking hell. Yeah, fuck. You fuckers cost us a fortune. It does, it does the thing. It costs a lot of money to, <laughs> to post overseas, but burp. Um, I suppose I don't make any noise when I burp. So no, I you go completely silent, you talk and you just go, that's why I, that's why I <laughs> add the burp in because they're like, what the fuck's wrong with her? Um, but yeah, with the um, with the with the overseas stuff. So uh, the guy who won last week lives in Australia, and the last package we sent yeah. to Australia legit took three months. It to did, get yeah. There. It was so Kirsten. if you're listening, who's it, Scotty? Yeah. yeah, if you're listening, Scotty, yeah. uh, you, you, you might have to wait a while. We've, we've done it. Tracked. We've done it tracked this time, and hopefully, like end to end. So hopefully, I can keep track of it, but. Just expect that it might take a little while because it took three months to get to uh, Kirsty. Outrage at Kirsty. Kirsty, sorry. Jesus, Kirstin. I'm Kirstin. so sorry, Kirsty. Kirsty. God, get it right, man. Uh, obviously, Retro Vague as well. We have a Retro Vague winner today uh, who is um, it's, it's Lisa Burrows. Congratulations. Yeah. Whoop, whoop, whoop. You've won. She's got oh, I sounded quite American then, didn't I? Whoop, whoop. I don't know. <laughs> Am I going whoop? 
Yeah, a lot of the like my American work pals do that. Whoop whoop. <laughs> Fine, you can do that. So she, uh, yeah, she's one. So send us your details, and we'll get some stuff sent out for you. And if you want to be in the cool gang and get a cool retro vague hat like me and Lisa and everybody else <laughs> like that has one, then uh, head over to uh, retrovague.com. Uh, check out their gear. You can buy something there, or you can enter our competitions or give. Not really competitions. They're just giveaways. Yeah, just giveaways. Uh, yeah. By going to. You don't to have to do very much. You just like, have to literally like tag us. Yeah, it's it's, it? fuck, it's <laughs> fuck all. By going to uh, at the retro vague on Instagram. Uh, go on to uh, the retro, uh, retro vague on Facebook as well. Wherever you can find them, and just uh, like I say, drop a tag in from us so they know that you're there, and uh, we know that you're there, and then we'll pick a winner. So yeah, go over to RetroVague and check out their gear. We have an affiliate link in our podcast episode post thing bio, whatever it is. And you can use code ROBOTS to get 10% off. Um, we got a code for um, Teco as well, haven't we? Is it ro- it's robots? Yes, yeah, we it, do. Robots for Eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's robots for retro and robots for eyes on, on, on uh, lyukatecoshop.com. No, yes. That's it, yeah, it? yeah, if you're going to buy... Yeah, yeah, that's it, yeah, yeah. So that's only really applicable to the people who can buy off the website, which is more US-based, but... Um, US as we have said, involved? As we've said in the last couple of episodes, if you, you know, make some friends on our RFE channel... Yes. Uh, channel. Well, uh, RFE um, group <laughs> we've on Facebook. We've got a channel, what? Uh, on Facebook and... Because we've got some um, American listeners who, you know, might be able to help you out with if you want to order anything. But just uh, just get involved. Yeah, get chatting to, to each other. Speak to the community, yeah. And head over to podbelly.com. We are obviously members of the Podbelly uh, network. And the podcast is brought to you via Podbelly. Um, if you head over to the network tab, <laughs> click that. You can check out all the cool pods that are in the network, such as yourself, obviously. And Art of Jacob, Do America. And Changing Hearts and Minds, which is a military history podcast. Oh. Oh, I don't know. We've mentioned that one before. That's we? what made me say. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. So check out, check out them, and um, say hello when you do. And obviously, if you can leave whichever podcast you listen to, regardless of whether they're on the network or whatever, but just leave a review, man, because people put a lot of hard work into getting a pod out. Yep. Um, and it's nice to. And also, you know, we've always said it, but because they got some great, like, uh, you know. Educational bit stuff yeah, over yeah, there. Yeah, you can learn how to do a pod. Learn how to do a pod, the equipment you need. But also get yourself on the directory. A friend of yes. ours who's a listener has put her podcast on there this this week Exercise or last week. Depression, Claire. Yep. Yeah. So she, you know, she. Check you never know. Them. We just that's what we did. We put it on there. I don't even know how. I don't. I can't remember I it. Got, and you can't even remember doing nope. it. You're like. I just, it was just Do we there. even have an account? I'm like, well, we probably, if you, I don't <laughs> if you even loaded know, it. I don't know how it happened. And it just did. It just did. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, do that. And also you can follow us on all our social media, uh, Robots for Rise podcast across the board. Uh, like Except Hannah just said. Twitter, jo- which is just Robots yeah. for Rise. Um, join um, our Facebook page, which is, uh, it's not the ro- not the actual like official podcast page. It's like a, a podcast page it's for. It's a group. Yeah, it's a group it's for a the Facebook listeners. Group, RFE yeah. Top Secret Classified. A couple of security questions just to make sure that you're not a robot, yep. which is ironic because. But easy are. questions. Um, well, you uh, are, but you're not, yeah. And you can get in there and uh, join in and have the crack as well. That was what you call a fast intro. Boom. Boom. I'm trying to keep them down, man. It's <laughs> slick. Slick as fuck. Um, there's bound to be something I forgot. Most uh, likely. We usually do. Whatever. Um, let's go on with the pod. Back to the world of murder this week then, Hannah. 
I don't think we we didn't really depart very far from it though, did we? What did we do last week? I don't know. It was yours. Oh, it was um yeah, murder, killing guy, forks, basically, wasn't it? Yeah, that was. <laughs> and then before that, it was. Before that was oh my god, I can't remember. I d- I did what I did a uh, murder in Hollywood. Yeah, you a did. A couple yeah. of weeks before you did. What did you do? Fuck knows, can't remember. Not important. But I feel like we haven't departed far from murder for, for a while. People love murders. They do. And uh, this one has been requested. This was requested quite a while back. Um, okay. I can't remember who by. Uh, you told me earlier it was some Scottish. Fucking hell, yeah. Are, we, a, are we Scottish? It's a geezer guy. called um, <laughs> Robert Black, right? And he's also no, he's like his, his like murder name, his serial killer name is the Child Catcher. Oh God, it's yeah. like what, isn't it that? What's that film? Bed knobs and broomsticks. Itty bitty chit, chitty chitty bang bang, or the oh, porn it, one, itty oh, bitty no, gang bang. Is it chitty <laughs> chitty bang bang with Fuck the child knows. snatcher or whatever remember. he's called? I don't know. I mean, the old school fil- films were like when you look watch them now, you're like, whoa, that's. That's a bit risky, isn't it? But it wasn't there, Chitty, and it was fine to do bang, that. Chitty, 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 and there's a freaking oh, wow. like child snatcher who snatches children and puts them in like, and he's like creepy. Fucking, he literally is like a Jimmy Savile character. Yeah. So there's this geezer, uh, Robert Black, the child catcher. He's also known as Smelly Bob, oh. and he was a. Um, I'm guessing he smelt bad. Fucking stunk, man. Of shit. He was a Scottish serial killer and paedophile who committed at least four murders between 1981 and 19. 19- 86. This is a fucking rough one, this one is. Oh, really? well, I mean, I'm not no, sure. No, it's, it's fu- like, I you actually nearly bailed on it. Like, oh, really? a, not because it's, it isn't good. It is good. In But true crimers will love it. But sometimes when I, like, just killing in general is fucking gross. But when it comes to kids, it's like, fuck off, man. I wanted to kill him. I wanted to murder him. I wanted to turn into a murder is when I was still, doing this. Is he still alive? You'll have to find out, won't you? Mm. I say at least four murders um, because there's numerous unsolved child murders and disappearances across the UK, Ireland, and even Europe, dating back to the 1960s and 70s. Uh, one of them was a case of a two-year-old girl. And he's, like, suspect in, in loads of cases because of the way he operated and similarities. The number of victims, four, is likely to be much higher. There's ten unsolved child murders in the UK alone that bear all the hallmarks of the way he operated. And when you consider... Cases in France, Germany, the Netherlands, all places that he can definitively be pinned to. It gets fucking, it gets scary, man. You're like, how, for how many, and when we get through this, you've got to bear, remember the whole time that this is a prolific killer okay. operating the whole way through. Um, they're horrible to research serial killers, but yeah, when it's, they're not, kids, it's not, it's not like, it's not a nice thing to like read into. Yeah. Because you're like, fuck. It's it, just, it just really just puts out, like, you know, it puts a spotlight on how fucked up people can be. Like, obviously, there's yeah. it's, like the, it's like there's a never-ending amount of people you can research about oh this, yeah, who do this crazy. kind of stuff. And you're like, fuck. I mean, I know there's, like, 7 billion people in the world, but... I wonder how many of them have killed a person, though. Oh, well, that's, <laughs> that's the thing. It's like, shit. Do you reckon you've ever met a murderer? I've not known it. Or met someone that's killed someone. I've asked Rob this. And Rob's like, fucking damn right, I know a guy. And I was like, Jesus, oh God. Rob. I don't know, actually. I know a guy, I knew, I used to know a guy whose <laughs> uncle murdered someone. Oh, uh, y- yeah. No, Ma- we don't know. Don't say his name. You, don't, you can't say his name. You nearly did. You don't You don't know that, though? You don't know? Yeah. Well, no, That's I don't. speculation. So, should we get into old uh, Robert Black, then? That's it. And uh, have a look at his life. So, he was born in Grangemouth, which is in uh, Stirlingshire, nice place, in Scotland, on April the 21st, 1947, which is just a couple of months before the aliens crashed at Roswell, apparently. Um, His mother, Jessica Black, 
Do you, think, do you think he was he was thinking about that whilst uh, whilst planning his murders? No, because he was, he was only like a matter of months old. Getting born. Unless he was some sort of like plant from the aliens. Who knows? Maybe. But his um his mom didn't know who the father was or just like refused to say. Uh, I suppose like back then in the nineteen forties, having a Ill- illegitimate bastard child would have you thrown to the edges of society. Um, you know, it's like an insane stigma, isn't it? And yeah. ridicule and shame, and she was made to feel like shit. Apparently, shunned by everybody, and because of this, um, Jessica Black ended up putting um, Robert for adoption. Uh, like a couple of days after his, I think for like a week after he, he was born. All this must have—I get the impression it was decided before, like he even came along. Fuck it, we'll get rid of him, so to speak. But no one came forward to to adopt him, and so instead of like hanging around, she just had him fostered. Because yeah, like, she was like desperate to start a life again. Because she ended up emigrating to Australia just to escape the the ridicule, which is insane. That, that I mean, whatever, man. Um, it's really sad because she ended up getting remarried and having four children of herself, right? So she obviously loved children. She must have been at the back of her mind that there's this random kid that she just must have felt like she abandoned in Scotland. It's really, really sad, man. Yeah. It's really sad. Uh, and because of this, obviously, uh, Robert Black never knew his, his mom. And he actually told the uh, the Rosers after his arrest, he said, um, this is literally what he says, I don't know whether it was pressure from her parents or whether she just didn't want me. I don't know. Uh, and, and this obviously played on his mind his entire life, which well, it would. Well, it would, yeah. I mean, it's 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 all very, it's nice when you, you have a nice upbringing and your parents want you and love you. and and But when it's when that's not the case... And you're abandoned or whatever it yeah. is, you know. It's just it, it's got it's got to be like if you oh know yeah, if you terrific. know like who is who is that person that is my biological where, where did I come from parent? Who are they? What are they like? Yeah. What do they look like? Yeah, yeah. Like you know, I yeah. It's 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 um. I can imagine. I think a lot of people deal with it very well. Clearly, but uh, some yeah, not people everyone turns into not everyone turns into a mentalist because of it. Yeah. So um, he was fostered at six months of age by a couple in their fifties called Jack and Margaret Tulip. Margaret. 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 Uh, there's not a lot of information regarding his toddler years, um, which could reveal, you know, the the key to to the madness that that ensued. Um, but most sources kind of like jumped to when he was around five years old when he like started going to school, and he was described by teachers and, and classmates as antisocial, rude, liked his own company. Uh, he was aggressive towards other children and was dirty all the time. So he's a bit of a loner. Yeah, he's a bit of insular, yeah. maybe. Yeah, insular. yeah, yeah, definitely. Didn't like being friends with other children like his own company so jack and margaret tried to keep him clean margaret. but he was margaret but he, but he wasn't having it he just he apparently just didn't give a fuck about personal hygiene I and mean, that's a, that's a, a trait that he carried for his entire life like even well, in his that, prison uh, years yeah that's mad isn't it's it like i wonder why I wonder just why, like... Just didn't give a fuck? Yeah, but just... It's not on his radar, doesn't care. Because he's a fucking rapist murderer, he's not bothered about well, with his fingernails a day. Yeah, I suppose clearly he's, uh... Yeah? He's not, um... That's not the first, you know, the normal, normal sort of standard procedures aren't at the forefront of his mind, are no, they? No, absolutely not, no. Um, at school, he got the nickname Sm- Smelly Robbie Tulip, which, I mean... <laughs> I mean, the writing's why on the... Why Tulip? Because w- he was adopted by Jack and Margaret Tulip. So oh, okay, right. Sorry, yeah, <laughs> yeah. that makes sense. <laughs> I mean, you can see like the, how the bullies would target like, someone smelly, like that. Like tulips usually smell nice. I don't get that as yeah. a nickname, but I get it. Yeah. His <laughs> last name was Tulip. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Tulip. It's a quite a good last name, though. It's a wicked last name. Um, he was targeted frequently and began to, I suppose, like 
I guess out of, I wouldn't say desperation, but he just adopted the bullying tactics himself and he started picking on people, like kids smaller and younger than him, like vulnerable kids and just like putting them down a bit. He like, he, when I say vulnerable, he actually, he uh, beat the shit out of a lad with a false leg, like he hadn't got his leg, just battered him for the sake of it, like clobbered him with his false leg. So he took, <laughs> he took, he stole his leg and then clobbered him with well, it? I don't know, I made that up. But he, <laughs> but he, defi- he definitely, attacked I made like, that he, up. No, he attacked a kid with a false leg, but <laughs> uh, in my mind's eye, he's beating was him it, with, like was with it? his peg leg. Yeah, like, so he did he attack a kid with his own false leg or was it just a no, false he leg he so happened to steal off another kid and then tack, like... No, he was a lad with a false leg and, and he beat he him up with, like... With because the leg. Had, no, no, I just put that in for a oh, laugh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so he had no respect for authority. I mean, if you're doing things like that and, like, just being a cunt as a kid... Yeah, I mean, it, as a kid... out of it. Like, I suppose he's not got any... Uh, he's not got very good mentorship, clearly, because... Well, he's in the year early, early kind of formation period. He's uploading his operating software. His times he's malleable. His brain can be sort of. What were the tulips like? Were they nice, or does it ever say? Well, it seems to. They fostered like, him. They looked yeah. after him. I yeah. suppose, yeah. I mean, but then I think some foster families, can, like people who can people be are people twatty, can't they? People are. It's not foster families. It's people. Some people what, are. Some cunts, people are. Cunts, and some people are not. Yeah. It's as simple as that. It's not like some people who are foster. No, foster, but I can. Uh, but some. But some people have. Some children have terrible time in foster care, don't some, they? So some you like, you've got to ter- wonder that. You know, you'd think generally that foster people who are fostering are, are got to be decent people because they're yes, choosing they to yeah. help children who are yeah. in oh, otherwise yeah. don't have anywhere to go. But fucking well, good people. But. Sometimes, sometimes you get a rapist that what goes. I'm, I like raping kids, so I'm going to be. A f- I'm going to start fostering them. Oh, but conversely, yeah, maybe, yeah. conversely, you also get kids that are just living a no- like you know a, a, a traditional whatever family and just have a fucking terrible time. It's yeah. not. It's, it's, not, no, it's, it's no, nothing no, to do with fostering. There's no one like path for everything. No, no there's no, no one no. like formula. It's just. Which is what it is. You have your either you have a good time or you don't. It's people. <laughs> it's just people. Either you meet some cunts or you don't. <laughs> yes. The C word dropped early, like it. So uh, Robert's foster father, old Jackie boy, Jack Tulip, he um uh, he died when he was uh, when he was five apparently. So oh, shit. he lost it. Uh, well, he didn't say he lost the only dad he knew, and that's two dads now. So it's another one he's never going to know. And at around the time of uh, Jack's death, uh, Rob started to display, like, I suppose, like odd sexual behaviour. Shall we say? Uh, what a five? Oh fucking display. The force is strong in this kid. Fuck, I'm telling you. That's young to get some sexual preference. It's littered f- with carnage throughout this. This is why I was like, I got a little bit further in my, rese- my research and I was like, I don't, this is fucking horrible. Um, so he started doing weird things that should have been picked up, but I think people kind of ignored it and just explained it away as, oh, well, he's five. He's just a young lad. He's curious, just exploring his body. He doesn't know his boundaries. Um, so what happened was he and a, a, a girl who was also five at the time, uh, compared their genitals. <laughs> just like, I mean, I mean, that's, I mean, that's just kids. I suppose, okay, yeah. I mean. He was apparently shocked as fuck because he was expecting... Were they like in a, t- a bath or anything? Or did they just no, go like school. Just oh, pull no, no, their no. pants down and go, look, look five, at what I've got they? and look what you've got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was completely... Utterly amazed of the di- about the difference. It was that impactful. The experience triggered a belief in him that he should have been born female. So he looked at the girl and was like, "Oh my god, I'm different to everybody. I'm completely different." Well, he did. He didn't think that all of the boys he, he were like him. He hadn't got a clue. He, he just got a thought clue. that all of the people around him, including boys, had a vajay. Uh, no, uh, he thought that a everybody vahim, had a, a dick. A vahim. He thought that everyone had a dick. And then the first one that he looked at, the first person, that he was like, oh my God. So but so why did that make him think he was different? Surely it would make him Because he's five and he doesn't know what he's talking about. If he thought everyone had a dick, 
No, he didn't know. He was. Lo- he and then looked at one girl who had a vaheen, and then he was like, uh, <laughs> was like a Spanish. Football, and he was like, "Well, right? surely, oh, you're different because you've got a you've got a, v- a vaheen, and I've got a dick." But <laughs> is that the new word, vaheen? A vaheen. I don't know. I just came to me. <laughs> I feel like I know someone who calls it a vaheen. Well, you can call it whatever you like. There's call many. It, na- it has call many it names. Rubik's cube, if you want, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, Rubik. I mean, many ways to solve it. <laughs> Uh, so from this point onwards, um, he like he, he thought that he should have been female, and he was he became incredibly self-aware and developed like an obsessive interest and hatred for his cock and balls, and he'd like whip them out and stuff and go, look at this fucking crap. He sounds like a mini chickatillo. <laughs> does he really? Does how old's he now? Uh, I can't come. Oh. I can't. Go, he, well, he's dead. He gives a fuck. No, he's not now. Like how old is he at this point? When five, he's still five. Okay, yeah. we haven't moved on. I'm just checking. No, he's only five. Still yeah, five. yeah. So he proper, like after seeing that girl, he proper longed for a vagina. <laughs> and well, like, like, t- like longed for a vagina of his own. Yeah, yeah. He thought he, he couldn't understand it. He thought he was different and everyone else had vaginas. He was, <laughs> so what he like he used to sit under desks in, in class and just stare at girls' skirts. And he was <laughs> oh, like, my God. Just a, just a curious young boy, you know what I mean? He's but just curious. He, what, he, want, he just likes the vaginas. But we'll to, I'll jump forward here. Uh, when he was in his 20s, he got a job at a swimming pool. And what he used to do is he used to go underneath it and take all like inside or whatever and take the um, the lights out so that it was just like a portal where the, and then he'd just like stare at the little girls swimming around like fucked oh up God. man it's horrible and and also because of this like vagina envy from the age of five he developed a like a, a deep fascination with with body orifices and particularly <laughs> vaginas and assholes uh, body orifices I think seeing that girl's, uh, you know, that little girl's monkey triggered like some sort of Weird, like, fucking obsession. Yeah, it's totally shocked him. Well, yeah, I mean, maybe that uh, it's probably an obsession that he would have, even if he hadn't seen it at five, he'd have seen it at some point and it probably would have still. I don't know. Is it timing? Is it, is it who know. fucking knows? But I mean, I suppose as a, I, I suppose because he was at five and had no. No knowledge of like uh, you know that no young you don't you don't know about that. Look, stuff. this is you like just, in the you just know what you've this got. This is early fifties, like so no one's doing uh, sex education. Yeah, and I suppose if you were a bit older and saw a vaheen for the first time, and you'd probably like be a bit more educated. Say if you were like fifteen or ten or something, you'd probably know a yeah. difference, and that probably are the you know kids around you had dicks and other ca- you know there's more <laughs> it's like it's like a half and half it's, it's not 50 just 50 mix. i have a dick and everyone else has a vagina just fucked him up, and that's man. a very five-year-old kind of uh outlook <laughs> well, what's really disturbing is he became obsessed with fi- with finding out how deep vaginas were and how much <laughs> stuff could, could <laughs> fit inside can you can you fit uh, my banana in there well, it's particularly well disturbing there. when his nickname is the child catcher and he gonna, he's going to kill kids, and he's obsessed with finding out how much stuff you could put inside vaginas and well, asses. I can imagine a five-year-old's vagina, not very much. <laughs> but, you know, you get, you get your um, run-of-the-mill porn star. You could probably fit quite a lot in there. Oh, yeah. A couple of fists. <laughs> a couple of fists. A few dicks. Mac and cheese, whatever. Bit of mac, a bit of, bit of a f- uh, maybe a spoon. Five you know, Rubik's put, Cubes at least. Yeah, I could put some Rubik's maybe Cubes in there. Maybe six. Probably be quite painful, I'd imagine all the yeah, corners. Square, yeah. That would be a magic trick, oh solving a Rubik's Cube whilst it's up someone's... Anyway, I'm not, and v- v- Vaheen's aren't that <laughs> dexterous, I'm afraid. So, um, he he would he continued doing like really odd things throughout his entire like sexually odd things throughout his entire life. And what he some of the things he did was is 
back, not now, looking back, it was, it's a red flag for like sexual abuse. But we don't know if he experienced any sexual abuse up to the age of five. It's possible because that's what I said. His his foster dad died. If he was alive, or if Robert spoke about it, he might, he, he something. Might, I'm not yeah. saying he did, but I don't know. But from the age of eight, he used to push things up his bottom. Um, and he told the uh, the feds after he got arrested, he uh, when he was eight years old, he'd shoved an eight inch metal pole up his ass. Fuck me. Surely that would do some damage, eight inches. He just loves it, man. Fucking <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's a that's a lot. I get this, man. In adult life, he he'd um he often would like put broom like wooden broomstick handles up his ass and then just walk around <laughs> the broom hanging out of his ass no like he'd fucking cut sweep? it it'd make like basically like oh, a I was sounds say, like he's too maybe he's just sweeping <laughs> and like drags it along with him it sounds like he's too too cheap to buy a dildo so he was basically just going oh that wooden thing like if I chop 8 inch 10 inches maybe but off that the and stick it up my thing, ass then? yeah of course they were yeah, the dildos have been around since the, the fucking Egyptian days <laughs> just made them out of rocks back then and now we progressed to, to wood <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would. I can't imagine that would be uh, very comfortable. Well, you know, he's just like a normal guy, and he, you know, just raping and murdering children with a broomstick up his ass. And like, police actually recovered photos after his arrest, which showed wine bottles like wedged up his up his ass, a table leg, a <laughs> telephone handset like <laughs> deep in his ass. You know, normal stuff. He told police he wanted to see how much stuff he could fit up there. Which that's just a weird. That's such a weird obsession. Well, police said he had vagina envy. That, that said it all. It, it was that is that is that really all stemming because the fact yeah. he wants like a pack because the thing he must think he must think that all women like go around like just storing all their like personal belongings <laughs> in their vagina yeah like a, like a marsupial's pocket yeah like, like a it's like that's your, that's your um. That's, yeah. your that's your pocket. That's where stuff goes. You just put it up. You vagi. Yeah, again, your vagi. Cute. That's in it. Vagi. 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 So yeah, vagina envy. It's brutal. Um, and then he also started to do, like, he, he got into, like, shit. He'd shit in his own hands and then just rub it all over his body. He's oh, like, my God. No wonder he's fucking called Stinky Pete or whatever his name was. Stinky, stinky Robbie Tulip. Well, he's the OG scat man. Oh, fucking proper OG. That, but that, apparently, is a red flag. Well, he wasn't, like, rub, caked in shit and then going into school or whatever. He was yeah, like, but you're rubbing shit into you. You're going to stink, yeah, man. I can imagine if it. he's not very good at... Like personal hygiene, that that's, that's not going to get washed off either. So he's just walking around with like crusty fucking <laughs> crusty like bits of like sweet corn that didn't quite get digested, oh, stuck to his so stuck to his it's fucking like, grim. I'm telling you, it's, <laughs> oh, it's probably got his cheek. Oh. Yeah, like you say, rub it all over him. He might have a bit of sweet corn stuck up on it's his possible, cheek. Possible, yeah, like wedged up his nose. But like, and you ear. know, like one oh. that's eaten and gone through the the oh, whole system. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> So he said throughout his entire life... If there's anyone had, um, listening who has a real aversion to shit right now, they're like going... Oh, no, no, <laughs> Rob was talking about it last week. <laughs> so he said he had a, an, an uneasy, nagging feeling that he should have been born a girl after seeing that. So he's kind of like... He just fucked him he's, up. He's sort of... He may be... Because that, you know, that's the thing where you, you're kind of born... Yeah, with the yeah. with the female mind frame, but in a male's body. Well, I don't think that's the case. I just think he just didn't know what he the really, fuck was going really on and someone needed to I talk really, to he him. He really wanted... Um, What's it called? What should we call it? I don't know. You tell me. I'm, I'm not in your mind. Mary's pocket. A Mary's pocket. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's weird, though, that he said that he, he wanted to be, he should have been born a girl because he had absolutely no homosexual desire. So, like, if he, like, because you were saying, like, maybe he's, he hasn't got the mindset of a woman because that's just not the case. But he, you would think if he was 
obsessed with vaginas and thought he should have been a girl, then maybe he'd be did interested he, he in want, the D. But did he want to be not. a girl or did he just want a vagina? Because that's he different. He wanted to be a girl. He said he should have been a girl, but he's like that, that's just the thing. Because did he want fat did Scottish he want, instead? Did he want tits? I don't know. And a vagina. And I would imagine he wanted the full fucking work. Yeah, so that's but he more targeted like little girls, so he's probably just the like vagina. He's sort of transgender, isn't he? He's like, it sounds like he's not sure. He He's unsure of his sexual preference. He's he wants, not. No, he, he's completely sure of his sexual preference. It's little girls. There's no, well, there's no well question no, about because that. Because he's questioning his. It seems like he's questioning his sexuality because Be- if he wants to be a woman, then he's questioning his sex. No, he's, it's because, they, they, what I was reading, it's because at such a young age he saw a vagina and nobody told him that That's they existed. That's one moment. Yeah, but it's like That it one little so moment in, a, in, a, in a five-year-old's life where a girl just showed him his her ver, you know, vagina and that was it. Well, it blew him out. It blew his fucking... Or his Mary's pocket. Destroyed his he brain. Was, just completely mashed him. It's crazy. What can happen, man? Um, after he got arrested and all this blew up, neighbours and friends came forward and said that he was always covered in bruises when he was when he was a kid. Uh, but at the time, they didn't give it much thought because he'd explode in like random acts of violence against you know like kids and stuff because he was just a bit of a cunt. So they they thought it was probably just like fighting. But like when you start to put all this together, maybe you're like, I he fucking was wonder. Slapped a bit. Yeah, I, but that's what I mean. Like foster parents who do that, I don't get it. Yeah, you I mean you can see like, how? Why would you do that? It's because they're not they're not. Like I understand that the the people who have kids who don't want them and they just like lash out and are I violent. can't understand that. But then like you, well, no, I can't understand it because that's not how I think. But I d- like if you're choosing to foster children, yeah, clearly you want children in your life. I bet you Fred West would have fostered choice. children if he could have. Because there are a lot of people who have children who yeah, don't yeah, yeah, do, yeah, yeah. do it by accident, don't necessarily want them. That's so why then they're violent and nasty yeah, yeah, toward well, them. It's a perfect place. It's a perfect job to have. If you want a stream of kids coming into your house... What, you can to, do to beat them up? Do whatever you want with then It's possibly... Yeah, yeah, it's fucked, man. It happens. It happens, man. Well, obviously it does because there's, there's children out there who are in foster care getting beaten up so it clearly happens so but you, you can see how like people just put the bruises and shit down to him being a wayward child but if you combine he's a bit feral wasn't he but yeah but if you combine that with constantly flashing his cock and balls he's <laughs> stuffing things up his ass he's smearing shit on himself we got a recipe for a, like a future podcast he just mm. didn't know they existed so his mum would punish him apparently by locking him in the house um, he'd piss the bed a lot because of nightmares thought there was something on the, under the bed trying to get him which just resulted in more punishments it was like a vicious circle uh, his mum would probably would usually like pull his trousers down and just whip him with a belt you know, I mean I know it's like the 50s or whatever yeah but that was more normal wasn't it don't do that, Mum. Um, but he lived with a with a Margaret for for eleven years until her death in 1958. And then Robbie Black, he was all alone again. Um, How was he at this point? In 58, he was born in 40, so he's 11. Yeah, 11 okay. years, yeah, something like that. Yeah, around that. Uh, so he'd lost two sets of parents, uh, and instead of like the agencies or whatever they are that are in charge of in charge of children, instead of fostering him again and putting him in another home, they decided that because of his age, we'll just put him in the Reading Children's Home, which is near Falkirk in uh, in Scotland. And whilst he was there. Um, this happened when he was 12, along with two other lads. This is where it's going to get fucking dark now. They tried to rape, like, a young girl in a field, uh, assaulted her like, really badly, but they didn't actually, like, um, complete the rape, let's just say that, because they couldn't get stiffies, so they just finger-blasted her, I think. And the crime why, was reported... Why couldn't they get stiffies? Because they're, like, 11 or 12, and they're, they're scared as fuck. They don't know what's going on. Well, then why rape her, then, if you can't even do it? Because I don't think they know what they're doing. I just think they're just... Go- I don't... Their urges... I don't... I don't know. I've never been a child, like, a rapey kid. I've never been a rapey person, so I don't just know. say you were. <laughs> 
And I, I don't understand why they would do it. I've got no idea. So the crime was reported to the police, and um, instead of like prosecution, the court decided to move him to a like Robbie to a to an all boys home, like a really strict male environment. They thought ah, f- surrounded that'll, by men. That'll f- that'll fuck it. He, w- he won't do that again if we're surrounded by yeah. men. Um, so he was transferred to a place called Red House, which was a really fucking bad idea. And he was there for three years. And he's, he claims for at least two of them, he was regularly sexually abused, like proper, so, proper got so Jimmy someone else, someone else was seeing, testing the, bound, the boundaries of his holes, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so absolutely. They were, they were seeing how deep his holes actually were. <laughs> fucking yes. Um, I think this, this um, abuse, horrific abuse that he suffered at the children's home probably like awoke some kind of weird sexual appetite that was brewing in him anyway. Um, staff at the children home treated him like shit because in their eyes he was a bully and a failed rapist, like violent little verbally abusive shit. He was just one of the many kids that come and go. Um, so he, some, I mean, he's kind of like, I wouldn't say he was targeted, but he's he hasn't got any parents. He's probably not going to say. Who's he going to talk to anyway? Uh, so a male uh, member of staff apparently would take him to one side and force him to give him a blow job. Try, try to fuck him as well, but couldn't get a stiffy. I mean, no one can get stiffies up there, man. Yeah. Well, what's going on with the with the impotence? Just must be ugly children. Just can't. Just really, yeah. <laughs> but then you're still giving it a good old crack, though, aren't they? Yeah, Viagra wasn't invented. No. And the um, uh, Robert Black kind of learned to submit. Um, because, I mean, the geezer was much stronger, um, more dominant, which in turn made Robert Black associate submission and dominance with sex. Like, that's one of the only ways I can get off if I'm dominating you, because that's what happened to me. Um, From his experience, he thought it was totally fine to, like, impose your will on whoever you want, including children, because he was a child and it it happened to him. And, you know, the the bloke doing it didn't even get punished, so... it must be okay. It must be happening everywhere. Because if that's your reality, you could kind of like, you can you can get on board with that, not that mindset in, in terms of doing it, but you could get, you could think that it's happening everywhere. Yeah. You definitely could. So at Red House, he was described as above average in um, intellect. He was good, a good footballer, really good. He had professional trials at one point, fuck knows where. Uh, he was a good swimmer, obviously, as, he, uh, as we found out, s- swimming with a broomstick up his ass. And he kept doing swimming all his life until he was busted. He left Red House uh, damaged and obviously a dangerous individual in 1962 when he was 15. And uh, he got a job as a, a delivery boy and then found a room to rent in what they said was like a boy's home near Glasgow. So it sounds like they've just gone, kick him out. He's got a paper round and he's just like, bunking in some sort of bed sit with, yeah, with f- mad, ki- like f- crazy feral kids or some shit that have been abandoned by society. Well, not necessarily, but... That's what it sounded like. It's fucking awful. Well, yeah, I mean, there are lots of children who do and wind up out on their... Out on, not you know, like having to leave home or whatever at yeah. the age of 14 15 because they can't they d- they have such a terrible life so i get it like but that doesn't mean they f- you know feral it just means that they're having a bad time no it's described as he was cuz he had no adult supervision at all uh, no he was but not necessarily all the kids no they were they were like there was a lot of bad shit that happened in there that's what they were saying oh, okay. um there was no carers to rein him in uh, like he was basically just like a mentalist child on his own with no guidance just like his own rapey vibe surrounded by other people like other kids they were also a bit fucking finger of doomy it was not uh, a good place for him to be. So he'd spend his days at work, like delivering his newspapers or whatever, and, you know, like fucking leaflets or shit. And uh, he told police 
after his arrest that during this time period, he, he reckons he molested somewhere between 30 to 40 girls. And he said whenever he was like delivering a newspaper, if he saw a young girl alone, he'd just sit with them. Like he's 15 at this point, sit with them and have a chat with them. And then like, uh, like force force his hand up their skirt or like grab a tit or something. And nobody reported anything. I suspect it's because these girls are fucking so young. They're just embarrassed. They don't yeah. How are you going to... I think I think at some at certain points it's like they're like oh maybe I'm just overreacting or maybe I don't you know well it wasn't really that bad you know I think a lot happens a lot doesn't it yeah where they'll a girl will be abused and you know boundaries are crossed however small yeah you know they might think it being like oh he only he only put his hand just a little bit at the top of my leg or Fuck. but at the end of the day y- yeah. you know. Don't fucking touch her. There is there you 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 have no right to touch me there. You don't know me. Who are you? It's like creepy. it's just testing boundaries, y- like yeah, you say. Yeah, like it's it. But then I think a lot of girls. I think it just happens a lot when you're sexually abused or oh. or mo- not molested, but like you you know inappropriate behaviour and sexually. Um, a lot of <sighs> girls just don't. They feel too shy embarrassed. or embarrassed. It's like or it's their fault. They feel like they're to blame. Scared even to. Uh, to own awful. up to it. It's a horrible subject. Isn't I think it? a lot of like a lot of the times like, I just put that in my mind. I don't want to think about it. Yeah, just, just ignore it. Try and f- ignore it and forget about I'm okay. it. Okay, nothing will happen. But then the, the problem is with that is that girls is then that the these these fuckers just get away with it more and more and more because yeah. no one's ever reporting it. Which, so is, which is what is a, which just perpetuates the problem. Which is what's happening here. You can yeah. see he's doing stuff and do, and he's always getting away with it. And get this man when he this is like a year later or something when he was seventeen he was reported to the police because he approached a seven year old girl in a car park and then led her to this is what we know he did he led her to uh, like a, an abandoned building on the pretense of showing her some kittens or something and once in tar- inside this is this is what he said I'll just read what he said he said I took her inside and I held her down on the ground with my hand around her throat I must have half strangled her or something because she was unconscious when she was quiet I took off her knickers and lifted her up so I was holding her behind her knees and her vagina was wide open and I poked a finger in there Oh my Jesus! Poked a finger in, but it gets darker because when she was unconscious, he like wanked over her body. So this is just fucking. I want to kill him already. Well, it's just he's just a fucking weird sexual deviant, isn't he? Yeah, he's he, just doing stuff he wants to do at fifteen, regardless of what the person on the receiving end wants. And no one's telling you that. He so can't he's do like it. he's he's knocked her out by probably like suffocating her to to the point where she passed out. And then yeah. he can do what he wants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He without without her knowing what she's, you know, he she'll just come round in a situation. She's like, what well, the fuck? Well, he didn't even know she was alive. He left her unconscious. He didn't know she was unconscious. He just fucking strangled her and wanked on her. And apparently, she was found just like wandering around the streets, half naked, bleeding and crying. And he was obviously taken to court for, um, for this. This is when he was fifteen for lewd behaviour on a child, which is fucking bollocks because that's attempted murder. That's not lewd behaviour. He strangled someone until he thought they were dead and then wanked on them. Lewd behaviour. What? Um, the judge let him go, though, with, with a, like a warning, just said, basically... Can Imagine you just being that judge. Yeah, well, yeah. And Because like, at that point, could've that was a pivotal it. moment where you could have stopped, prob- yeah. prob- like you say, probably a fuckload of, yeah. un, you know, of deaths and murders, yeah. uh, in, particularly in children. So you're, if you're that guy who let him off, you'd never forgive yourself, would you? No. If no, you were that judge. If you, yeah, if you knew. Fuck, it must be horrible. So he's like, look, just, uh, we'll let you go. Just be good, all right? And just be like, a good boy. You'll be all right. <laughs> and they also said it was an isolated case. The court did. I and mean, it's like, what the fuck? Because like, Robert Black was like, sweet, I'm free to go. 
this is fucking easy. And the court knew he'd, he and two of the lads had tried to rape a girl. He admitted to molesting potentially up to 40 girls whilst doing paper rounds or some shit. And now this... Probably just let him go. Just let him go. He's <laughs> no arm to he's he's no real arm, is he? Just Isolated case. So he ended up moving back to Grangemouth where he grew up and he got a job with some like builders or something like that. He rented a room and then got a real girlfriend, a girl uh, called Pamela Hodgson. Uh, it didn't last. She split up, and he was well because he smells, doesn't but he? Apparently, yeah, apparently, yeah. So I mean, you can imagine he's like, mate, just have a bath. Yeah, I know. Just fucking, just have a shower. It's not hard. He was devastated, and this was his only real relationship in his entire life, which is uh, sad because. Well. But but also but not sad because fuck him. Well, yeah, he sounds like he sound doesn't sound like a very nice human being. So fuck no, he him, didn't. Yeah. Well, he couldn't. He probably wouldn't. He probably wouldn't treat any girlfriend he had very well if he treats all the fucking unknowns of his life like 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 he does it makes you wonder why she split with him well yeah. i did look into that couldn't find anything out but she probably because he fucking tried but to the thing is also strangle it might just be it's like um what's his name the guy who's this a killer killer uh killer. jumped out of a window Queen. of a library what's his name i don't know jumped out of the room yeah what he like he owned defense owned defense he was doing his Defending himself in court, and he jumped out of a window to get away. I don't know. The library. Don't know. You did. You oh, Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So Ted, so Ted Bundy Fucking had a relationship, and it was normal. Yeah. Even though all that crazy fucked up shit he did. Yeah. His Double relationship life. was completely normal. Like he had a no, he didn't have a kid with her, did he? But he had a kid with that other woman who he, you know, they had sex behind a fucking just fruit to pass machine on his or something. No, it was in in court, wasn't it? Basically, no, it just in, in the back of the cop shop. She came in to visit him, and he yeah, knocked yeah, the back yeah, out of her just yeah, to behind like a like a vending machine or something. Yeah, <laughs> but no, but it's like he, he's like that double life. So I suppose he could have had a perfectly norm norm perceived normal relationship with this girl, but she perhaps he just didn't like his personality or something. Yeah, could be a, or he could have could hit have her or something. <laughs> Maybe she her. knew because at the time he was with her, he um he molested his landlord's nine year old daughter. No charges were pressed because apparently the girl's parents said it was too traumatic for her to like go to court or whatever. Jesus. I get that, but well, no, you should kick the like fuck like out of him at least. <laughs> like no, properly fucking hurt no, him. No, you should press charges because Yeah, I know. That other because otherwise it's going to happen again. Happen to some other poor girl, clearly, and it did. It did indeed. So he got sacked from his job and he had to move because everybody everybody knew now. Yeah, like, like he was, was a bit dodge. So he moved to a place called King Lochleven and he rented a, a room again uh, with a couple who had a child of their own. Oh God! Couldn't help himself. Assaulted no. the girl multiple times. Fingers of doom. Jeez. Uh, this time, the yeah, I know. It just happens like and happens and happens. I feel like with children as well, like very young children, because it happens a lot, doesn't it? With the with the um, you know where they're like a member of their family would abuse them, and you and it's like they just they think that because they're so young, they think it's normal. Yeah. To a point, and it's only when they get to a, a certain point in their life, an older age, that they're like, whoa, 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 that wasn't normal. Yeah. And that that's why a lot of the time it's like, oh, yeah, I was abused as a child, but I just, at the time, I didn't know it wasn't normal. Just didn't know. It's because it's completely, yeah, like yeah. you say, it's just it's the reality you live. Yeah, that's if that's your reality, you might just think every like everyone else lives that reality. Yeah. It's so it's hard, like, like it? with this with this guy, Bob, is it? He, Robert Black, yeah. Yeah, he, he thought everyone had a dick and then yep. everyone had a vagina in his, <laughs> in his world. Everyone... Like he didn't, he's too young at that point to understand the difference. It's fucked, isn't it? Yeah. So this time though, he was reported to the police and they arrested him uh, for obviously fucking touching that girl. And um, in March 1967, he was found guilty of three counts of indecent assault 
and sentenced to a year in Borstal. Oh, for fuck's sake. Are you joking? Which a is year? A, a correction. So, if, is that it? A fucking a year? A fucking year? For this fucking guy, a child? This guy, from, I mean, how old is he now? Um, uh, I'm not following still. He's like dead. No, <laughs> this, the point we're at in your, in your timeline, how oh, old is he? Uh, he's about 15. Yeah, so about 15, yeah. Fift- so he's still 15. Oh, no, he's 20 now, sorry. Yeah, yeah 20. No, so to do some from the age of five to the age of 20, 15 yeah. years this kid has proven and showed tendencies of abuse and, yeah. uh, you know, violence yeah. and, and not really having a straight mind. Yeah. Why the fuck would you give someone like that a year? I know. Because I don't think I they knew. Think, I don't the think fuck? they look into look into the, the what that it just boggles sh- my mind. Yeah, they should look into it, but that I think that these things mind. slip through the net because they don't take into account previous convictions. Yeah, why not? Uh, I don't know. They just <laughs> didn't look. <laughs> fucking idiots. It's but it's never said. But it's time. It's speculated that in his time in Borstal, like his time in the in that kids' home in Glasgow, was he was um, like got properly raped in there and beat up and shit. So yeah, I, I mean, f- I'm I'm not I'm not I'm pretty sure his life was full of abuse yes. of his own. Yeah, it's, it's not it's n- his his act his he's reacting to an it, events of his own in you know. He probably thinks again, oh well, that's how they treat me, so I'm just gonna treat them like that. So after his release from Borstal in uh, September sixty eight, he uh, he leaves Scotland because essentially it's just getting too hot for him because every fucker knows rapey Robert and he, he moved to London where Essentially, nobody way, knew him. Way more people as well. Yep. He got a few casual jobs. One was the lifeguard at the pool where he perved on girls, as I said before. like He used to break in at night and swim lengths with a broom handle up his ass. He got sacked from that job for groping uh, a young girl. No charges pressed because they didn't check his record and the girl didn't do anything, but he was spotted. So they went, mate, you're fucking gone. You can't grope people. It's amazing how many offences he's committing yeah, and just like, fucking and just, walking just through. Just carrying on. Like, I feel like this back then they did didn't put, like you say, they don't put fucking jigsaws together, do they? No. They just like look at each individual piece as a as a separate entity. Yeah, yeah. And then when you ultimately get to the end, you're like, right. fuck. oh, fuck, we fucked up Well, here. when they did clock on to what was going on, it we was just like the up. biggest puzzle ever and they had to like rearrange but a billion they put, pieces. When they put it and they finished that puzzle, they're like, we <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> yeah, no, it makes them look we bad. We really fucked up. It kind of makes them look bad. It just it shows. It does make them look very bad because yeah. they put the pieces together way too late. So it, uh, shit starts to escalate when he was in London and he's collecting child porn, like, you know, really like horrific, nasty shit, feeding his fucked up crazy desires. Um, and he used to drink in a pub called the Three Crowns in Stamford Hill. And obviously, whilst in there, he, he met a, a, another Scottish couple, Ed and Cathy Rayson, and they became mates because I'm guessing they're fucking Scottish or whatever. And he ended up renting their attic space from 1972 until ni- till his arrest in 1990. And Ed and Cathy said that he was a lovely man, a father figure to their two children. No, he wasn't. He was because he didn't do anything to them. I think at oh, maybe this he's point, on at this he point. yeah, he started to be. He's care- like, okay, yeah. I I need to. Uh, so this is one of those things I. Don't, I'm not going to eat where I shit. Yeah, he's learning the errors of his yeah, ways. Yeah, like he needs to f- to figure out, like, if he's, he, it, it, it's bad, historically, it? if I, if I like abuse the children I'm near or live near or I'm in any way re- connected to it, it ends me up in fucking jail. Which is or exactly in the how, custody. how he conducted it. What, so what he's he did. like, okay, so um, this time I'm going to be well nice to these kids so I can stay here and they won't report me and I'll just, I'll just walk off five miles down the road and 
do whatever I need to do. Well, that's exactly... He, yeah, he, he knew to spread out his uh, web of crime in, yeah. in order to sort of, like, make keep it... A, keep from being caught, yeah. yeah. Don't, yeah, don't shit where you live. Um, so they knew he watched porn. They had no idea it was child porn. Um, police, after all this went down, found loads of child porn and crime magazines, which they think he was using to get, like, tips on how to, to get away with shit. Um, so so that's a combo, child porn and... Crime of Co- aversion. Common, co- common in a Jesus in like Christ. a lot of serial killer cases that I've yeah, covered. Yeah. They always fucking f- watch crime programs or listen to crime pods or whatever to try and figure out how they, they can. They all love the fucking limelight a little bit. I feel like they all like. Oh, the he idea. did. Oh, there's some classic yeah. in this. There's some yeah. classic. So he saved a bit of cash from work and he bought himself a van. And in 1976, he got a job as a poster delivery oh God, man. God, he's going to use it as his sex van. Oh yeah, of course, it? man. Well, murder van. We'll call murder it. Van. Um, Sexual murder van. So he was delivering like they were called poster dispatch and stuff. Storage. I think they like put billboards or something like that, and he was just delivering whatever. So he was using his own van to drive, um, and workmates noticed straight away that he would be blacked out the back of his van. But they were just it's a bit fucking weird. He had curtains on it, but he said, oh, "It's because I'm driving up and down the country." Um, I like to have a nap. Yeah, somewhere. well, he loved it. Yeah. Out on the open road, constantly driving long distances across the United Kingdom, learning all the country routes and short cuts and stuff. The little hidey holes. And this <laughs> is what enabled him to snatch children off the streets in random locations and dispose of their bodies hundreds of miles away. Because oh, he knew so the f- he'd yeah. just snatch them into the van, drive off, oh, yeah, it's and a then classic. do his thing. And Tried and tested. Yeah, because you would, I suppose that's... Was <laughs> fucked in you it. You know what I mean? Like, it's g- if they, if a child goes missing and you dump them in the same place, yep. they're going to be found pretty quick. Well, they do say like serial killers don't kill far from where they live, and you can see like they like they can use location ca- forensics or some shit. Their catchment area. But the, yeah, that's it. But not in this case. No. But his imp- even like his employers when they spoke to the like whatever that sto- poster company was, they said that um they realized they, they noticed he'd grow his beard and then like shave it off, and he wore like lots of different types of glasses, then shave oh, his head, his grow his hair. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They suspect him of being like fucking weird, but they didn't quite. Well, no, like you, if so, you're not going to just expect someone who likes to change their appearance to be a serial fucking killer. But they thought it was especially a, bit a child one. They you thought it was a bit odd. Yeah, I mean, but odd people aren't. It, it doesn't. You're not going to f- immediately go jump to serial no. killer. Are child you? rapist, child and murder. rape, and murder, serial killer. You're going to no. go. Oh, he's a bit weird. He just smells likes, a bit, and he's he likes changing his hair. Just leave him be. Maybe because he smells. They're like, oh, maybe they're like got rid of his hair because it smell. I don't know. I think the company kind of like didn't weren't bothered about asking questions because he was willing to travel like everywhere and other other lads were like no i want i want to work i want to go home i don't want to fucking travel i want to go and see my family but he loved it he was driving everywhere often over to amsterdam he's bringing back child porn see what he'd do is he'd sleep in the back of the van whilst on the road and then at night he'd dress up in little girls bikinis and then wank with a broom handle up a, or, he's like, or like a bottle of wine up his bum in the back of the van he loves the old broom handles doesn't he he's just fascinated by how big and deep like yeah, asses I know, are I know he said but t- <laughs> clearly clearly, he's gotten to a point where he knows the depth of his own asshole because he's constantly putting broom handles he's up he's probed there. it enough he's probed it enough yeah. can we stretch it that little bit more <laughs> so like uh, he's, so whilst he's doing this he told police like afterwards he said like in his early days of driving around and being on his own and not having anyone to occupy his mind, just his own thoughts, the um, the image of that girl that he choked unconscious and wanked on like years earlier kept entering his mind. And he says it was that that kind of drove him to his first murder. And that's the thing, because he was driving around the... Co- now you know what he's like. He's driving around the country and Europe in a murder van from the 1970s until his arrest 
in like and getting like set down in 1990. Fuck. So, so it's the a long time to be doing that shit. So the and like you say, if he's going at off, he's not just going off around the country in the UK. He's like oh, going yeah. off to. He's like driving across to Europe now the as well. The fucking web is big so in this. W- so there's like his catchment area is huge. It's massive. It's huge. That's why he can get away with it because he's yeah, just. Oh, I'm in. I'm in fucking Madrid. I'll just rape that girl, yeah, dump in a river, and drive back to fucking London. They're never gonna put. Uh, if right, if they these the police can't put two and two, you know, like the puzzle pieces together within a few miles of each other. Yeah, they're not going to put a Madrid murder nah. in the same bucket as or a an fucking Amsterdam, Amsterdam murder, Germany, a Germany murder, and a fucking London murder. Is he exactly? So he's he's got he's got it. He's he's got his fucking web of of fucking don't doom. shit where you live yeah his he web of doom it. like properly constructed which is why I'm convinced that these four girls that, they, that he was done for I'm like nah fuck off there's more than that it, way there has more to be there more. has to be yeah for 20 years you say he was doing this pretty fucking much hell. yeah pretty much if he's done all that shit up to the mm-hmm. one you know molested that many young girls fucking hell yeah up to this point if he's if he's if his brain switched to murder he's just going to go around prolifically doing that well, in two years between the age of 15 and 17 he told police he, he molested somewhere between 30 and 40 girls exactly and he'd already tried to rape someone wank on them when they're unconscious yeah, tried to so even t- I don't fucked. I think he, he doesn't he's not clearly not got any respect for for life doesn't care <laughs> for like well the well-being of these children and wim- young women it's no, awful shall we take a break and then we'll go into um, some of his murders okay first official murder was that of nine-year-old Jennifer Cardi, and she was from County Antrim in Northern Ireland. So he's, oh, so he's, he's off the mainland. He's off the mainland, yeah. And she, she vanished on the 12th of August, 1981. So he's already been driving around in his van for five years at this point. You know what I mean? Mm. Snipping over to Amsterdam, get some kiddie porn. Nah, don't worry, not doing anything. She was uh, last seen by her mum cycling to her mate's house. Um, and when she didn't arrive, there, uh, like a massive search got underway policing the army were drafted in like 200 locals joined in it was one of the biggest searches in northern ireland at the time and her bicycle was found one mile from her home thrown over like a brick wall or something covered in branches and nothing so else an attempt was found. to attempt yeah. to kind of cover it up yeah well they think that she was riding along on a bike and he pulled up alongside her and just fucking either pushed her off the bike bundled her into the van and then just fucked Fucked the bike off over the wall and drove off. Uh, as much as as much as yeah. that, he's very opportunistic. You'll see that a lot. Six days later, two fishermen spotted her body at the bottom of a reservoir, sixteen miles from where she vanished. An autopsy was carried out. It was determined that she suffered horrific sexual abuse, and the cause of death was drowning combined with ligature strangulation. So he's used something to to choke her unconscious at least and then probably just threw her in there when she was out cold. Oh, okay. It's, it's fucking... I'm telling That's you, this, this is... That's all heavy. of this second half was a bit that made me not want to do this yeah. this guy because he's fucking horrendous. So they put the time of death at 5.40 on the 12th of August, 1981 because that's when her watch stopped and they assumed that she was fucked into the river then or to the reservoir yeah. and, uh, and, uh, and she died of, of drowning. Well, when she, yeah, when she, because you're still breathing when you're unconscious, unconscious, so so probably, she probably unconsciously drowned. Yeah. 
I hope so. I well, hope I she hope wasn't. So. I hope she. I know Although it, it might awful, have bought around, like being uh, who knows. Some of the things that how, how they found some of these little girls, it's just like you can't. It makes me want to kill him. It makes me want to murder him. It really does. Well, all murder, all murder is fucking though, awful. Like, why? I don't know. I just don't, like how these people can. I Do suppose you just doing. yeah, like I don't. You know, of course you can't understand because you <laughs> don't have that mindset. But their minds just work so differently. Yep. They got to get mean, their thrills got to, Like it's just yeah, it's insane to me. So the location of her body was real close to a, a major road connecting Belfast to Dublin, and the speculation right off the bat was possibly a long distance driver, but they had no leads, just a bike and a body, which they found days later. Mm. Nothing, no forensics, nothing, nothing, nothing. Tra la la. <laughs> now Robert was watching the news for updates again. Nothing. And, I mean, he's, like, living in London, and the girl was murdered in Northern Ireland. Yeah, yeah, so they're not going to look in... Oh, I know where exactly where it'll be. They'll yeah. be looking around locally for someone who could yeah. have possibly done it. And he thought he'd got away with it, and he, he did, for basically, for three fucking decades in this instance. Uh, on the 30th of July, 1982, Robert Black murdered 11-year-old Susan Maxwell, which is his second confirmed victim. She vanished from the very Did English... Did he own up to them? Is that how they're confirmed? What, once they got him, yeah. Yeah, right, okay. Yeah. Uh, she disappeared from um, the village of Cornhill on the Tweed, which is... <laughs> it sounds like from last week. Twirl on the Wickham. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's on the uh, England-Scotland border. Apparently, Susan, she wanted to ride her bike over the border into Scotland to like go to some tennis courts and play with her mate, Alison Rayburn. So it sounds like, what, you're going over the fucking border? But there's no fucking border police. You can just... No, you just like go. It's just, just go going down it. the road, yeah. essentially. So if you live close to the border, then yeah, it's just literally like going yeah, down yeah. the road. Yeah, it's not like, build that wall. It's not like... No, no, it's <laughs> like at the end of our road is a border and you just like drive over it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no passport. So um, Liz Maxwell, which is Susan's mother, was worried about traffic. So like in, in her first, I guess it's horrible. All these mothers must, their deci- the decisions they made will come back and haunt them, even though it's not their fault. But because like she wanted to give her a little bit of independence. So she said, look, don't drive, don't ride your bike because you might get hit by a car, but you can walk there by yourself. Have some independence. It was just two miles over into the over into Scotland, and I, I looked it on. Go- it's a small place, safe area, and they said that everyone looked out for each other. I can nowhere imagine safe. it. Nowhere's fucking nowhere safe. We've got safe. crazy people like well, this. If, if there's crazy people in the world, nowhere is safe. <laughs> if you if you just so happen to be the one of those unlucky children or people who happen across one of these crazy fuckers, yeah. No, it doesn't matter if you live in the best area in the world, in the nicest village. It doesn't matter. The monsters are the out monsters there. The monsters are there. Regard, they don't care about fucking whether you live in a posh place or not, or a nice village or not. Give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. They just want the kid. They just want to fucking grab and just do wherever, they, wherever they, they see a kid. Wherever they, wherever they see an opportunity, they're going to take it. So after a few hours, Susan's mom Liz, she drove um, to pick her up from like the tennis courts, and Liz says she she drove the route that Susan would have walked. There's only like one fucking road. It's the middle of nowhere. Didn't pass her, and she wasn't at the tennis courts either. So Liz spoke to her mate Alison, who said, "Oh yeah, she left like 20 minutes ago at 4:30 or something. You should have drove past her on the way over." Mum was like, "Nope. Oh, oh fuck." Panic stations. I mean, you can't imagine what that well, must be. Like. No, I can't. It's like whenever I like it's think I've lost a cat, I panic. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, fuck, where's the cat? Where's the cat? Where is it? And in it's, the it's, it's, they're like falling down a hole behind the fucking wardrobes or something. Well, that was funny, yeah. <laughs> um, so a huge search got underway. Police dogs, helicopters, over 300 officers were full-time on a case. Every single house in the village of Cornhill was searched. Every single house in Coldstream, just over the border where the tennis court was, was searched. 
80 square miles of land, a fucking massive area, nothing. The following day, members of the public came forward and told the police that they uh, noticed a, a white van. Like a few people said, there was a white van parked on a lay-by. And a few others said, yeah, it moved to the field. Like There's like a gate there. You, that's where it was. 13 days later, on the 12th of August, Susan's body was found by a lorry driver who was in a ditch covered with in undergrowth. She was fully clothed, apart from her underwear and her shoes. He did that quite a lot. Very fucking weird. I don't know if it's some sort of fetish. I don't know. And forensics... Was it with your keep, keepsakes, maybe? Maybe. Maybe. Because they did find a lot of random kiddie clothes, which is just fucking well, yeah, creepy. So maybe she just keeps it, yeah. They, so like, they do... That's a, ten, that's a thing they like to do, like to take it? little tro- like take trophies. Take little trophies of whether yeah. it's a bit of skin or some kind of yeah. clothing or a bit of hair. Or a tit in a bag or a something. tit in a bag. Yeah. I mean, God. That's what happens, man. So forensics couldn't figure out how long she'd been dead, uh, unfortunately, due to decomposition. And she was... Little Susan was completely unrecognised. She was found tied up, gagged, and her underwear was placed, as I said, like, under her head like a pillow. And her, her, her parents were not allowed to view the body. Oh, is that bad? Yeah. It's oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, we know now that Robert Black murdered Susan the day he snatched her, and he kept her body in his van for at least 24 hours and carried on with his deliveries. Now, we know this from his delivery locations and the fact that Susan's body was found in Utoxeter, which is in the Midlands, not far from where we are here, which is like where she was found was 265 miles away from where she vanished. So he was doing deliveries with her. So God knows yeah, what he was doing with the oh. body in the van. Well, he must have just... I mean, you know... You someone's delivering a parcel, you're not going to expect they've got a body in the van, so you're not going to check? It's not even that. at the back and... It's not even that people are checking it because it's just a little van and he's taking stuff out and dropping it. Yeah. But we know that he kept we he kept a dead kid with him. doesn't surprise me. For fucking a day. It doesn't surprise and me. Just cracked on as normal. He's a child murderer. He's not, he's not clearly not of normal mind. He's not surprising he's doing weird shit like that. So was it Des? Fucking like kept him in the cupboard for God knows how long. <laughs> Good old yeah, big, big Des. Like, Jesus. That's outrageous. Just keep them in the cupboard. Fuck it. Yeah. Don't care about the smell. That's fucking mad, isn't it's it? Like what? I know. Oh, it's madness. I know. So forensics have no idea how she died because the, the body was far too decomposed. The speculation is um, rape and then strangulation. And I'd say, consider his, his MO and what we know, that, that is more than likely more the way. More likely, yeah. You see, he does seem to have a pattern. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like yeah, 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 yeah. Of like how, how he actually, which is obviously how they are figuring out there's probably a lot more deaths that could be tied to him that they can't prove that's exactly that, it yeah that because of the because of the process at which they through which they died he's definitely got a way that he likes because it's not like a lot of these people are not just going out and randomly killing people they're like they're doing it in a specific way like a process killer they, d- they have to get to a certain they do it like I, know, I need you to be dead and then i'm gonna put my finger up your nose and take your shoes that's the thing i like doing whatever it fucking yeah. might be and <laughs> they go pick, oh, he's, pick your nose he's, and d- then he's done that five times this body's yeah. that's happened five times now so the investigation was massive hundreds of lorry drivers were interviewed so they're fucking hang on a second something's going on here she was t- 300 miles away from where she should have been hundreds of members of the public there were thousands of people calling the police with information and they got swamped as so often is the case just they can't fucking see you know what i mean there's mm. just too much no leads were found nothing was computerized at the time and the search stalled it was like this fucking I mean, you well. can, can imagine there's no forensics because she's yeah. it's like what can they do what can I they mean, do i mean they they could have now they could a lot more Oh um, yeah, because they CCTV, DNA, yeah. CCTV, DNA, that you know, immediate because he's sexually abusing these yeah. these bodies. They could probably, if he's in the system, which hopefully, well, he if he'd been. done that now, say this is just happening today, you know, f- 
I don't know, 60, 70 years later, and he, it, he'd, he'd be in the system, his DNA would be in the system, so they'd have caught him very quickly. But because of the because of back, it's back in the day, yep. he's using all that to his advantage, not oh, even yeah. knowing that it was an advantage at that point. So, um, yeah, the next person to turn up, the next girl to, to f- turn up dead was five-year-old Caroline Hogg, and she vanished from her neighbourhood of Portobello, which is in Edinburgh. This was on the 8th of July, 1983. And she'd been, again, you imagine being a mum here, she'd been nog- uh, nagging her mum, Annette, to let her out to play, so Annette, like, was like, just fucking five minutes before dinner or whatever, off you go. And that's all it fucking took. Five fucking minutes. Horrific. When she didn't return, her mum Annette was like, what the fuck? Sent her, uh, Caroline's brother out, Stuart, and said, just, can you go out and get your sister? It's time for tea or whatever. And he came back without her. And I was like, I don't know where she is. Yeah. And a search party got underway. I mean, I guess there was, sounds like there was a fair in town that day called Fun City. Um, and witnesses came forward and said they saw a scruffy man watching Caroline in the playground. And the same scruffy man was also seen paying for her to go on fair rides. And Caroline was last seen alive by a member of the public leaving the fairground, holding this fucking dodgy, bald, smelly bloke's hand. Oh, no. Outrageous, isn't it? Obviously, a massive search. She vanished on the Friday, and by the Sunday, there were 600 officers on the case. Search everywhere. Nothing. A week later, there were 2,000 people looking at it. I think it was like one of the largest, or if not the largest, um, search in Scotland. The family were going on TV, just fucking, I mean, we've all seen shit like that. It's horrible. Mm, yeah. um, just like begging, like saying we weren't even prosecuted, just fucking bring her some back. kind of, yeah, information, please help, yeah. But it wasn't meant to be, because on the 18th of July, her naked body was found in a ditch by the side of the A444 at Tricloss in Leicester, so again, again, a long way away. Not far from here. Mm. Uh, the location was 300 miles away from where she was snatched. That's the second victim in the Midlands dropped off. She'd been gone 10 days, and in the summer heat, that's uh, not a good recipe. No. Um, a dead, well, dead body and, and well, no. hot weather is never going. It's a recipe for disaster, isn't it? She was formally ID'd from a hairband and a locket because she was apparently unrecognisable. Just, I mean, there's animals and shit. I mean, whatever, man. There's all sorts that's going to go on, yeah. And because of decomposition, the cause of death was a complete mystery. And again, they speculate strangulation I which mean, uh, what so they couldn't even they decomp she decomposed that badly well, they couldn't tell where yeah. their throat had been crushed yeah couldn't yeah i mean if you're if you're just stopping the blood supply to the brain that's all it's going to take to kill you mm. and you don't have to like crush a throat you can just choke somebody unconscious yeah, and just and do it, you do it for long enough they'll die and they'll just yeah, die yeah just, yeah. Long, of oxygen, just yeah. fucking drop down dead and then you chuck them in a bush or whatever 10 days later whatever bruising or marks on their neck are gone or degraded to that's the, the point. thing i always think that like Strangulation is portrayed a little wrong because no, you no. see, yeah. you see, like in in films and stuff, when someone's being strangled, they're like, they're like fighting very, you know, aggressively, yeah. and they're like kicking and kicking until they die. Oh, no. Really, it's seconds. It if you're if you're starved of oxygen, it's seconds. Yes, uh, and you're out, and then it's just take all it meet, and then you're out, and you're not fighting, and it doesn't oh, take yeah. very much more just to kind of do the people do finish it off. I'm a trained strangler. Yeah, I yeah, I've like that. You've been d- trained like I've for watched, five years I've to watched, choke people out. Yeah, I've watched people like be choked out. You show me videos, and it's literally like seconds, seconds and they're out, and then oh. and then you know because obviously people doing it are trained. They know yeah. when to let go and to yep. let the person come back round. But if Even you're strangling then. someone, if strangling, <laughs> <laughs> if you're strangulating someone, then they're going to go out pretty seconds. quick in seconds. You can, and you, you, can, you, yeah. can, you can be out in five seconds. I think it's, five it's a seconds. bit of a misconception that you can fight to the last yeah. second. People think it's okay. People think it's, yeah, if you like, if, 
it's um it's oxygen in your blood. If your blood's oxygenated, you won't go unconscious. That's not what no, a proper strangle is. It's like, no, it's like the carotid the arteries in your yeah, neck, yeah. and you just stop the blood from going to, to the, the brain, brain, and yeah. the brain will it ha- just um, automatically shuts down. I've never been choked out, but I've been putting choke holds, and it's come on within three seconds. Y- and you're sometimes like, oh my god! You, like because there are people and who then get you lose choked your mind. out. You don't even know what's going on. Yeah, there's people who choked out who don't even. Don't even they know. don't even know they've ha- it's happened to them because yeah. they're like and they don't have chance to tap out because yep. they don't know yep. it's happened it's too yeah. it's happened too quick so it's fucking bollocks when they have like a, a yeah, fight yeah in it. it's like when they're like fighting and smacking and I just don't I don't buy any of that I think no. that's all bollocks like a professional strangler will have you unconscious in five seconds five yeah, to I ten suppose, seconds and you'll I be suppose dead if you're like that. a really shit strangler and you, <laughs> at this point this guy shouldn't be because he's a big dude well, they're and they're little tiny people with little tiny necks. So, oh but you know, you, if you're, if you're a shit, if like, if say for me, it might like, if I was trying to, un, like without actually having the proper hold on, I was just trying to strangle a dude, a big dude with my hands. Yes. I, he could probably fight me off, but the other way around, if I got behind him and had him in a proper choke hold, he'd be gone. Yeah. There's nothing you can do. That's fucking savage, isn't it? Savage. So because of the similarities between Caroline Hogg and Susan Maxwell's death, uh, a joint team was set up. Because they were found pretty close, weren't they? Well, they had... Ish. Yeah, but they had... This is where they were found. You had, like, um, four forces... Four police forces were involved. You had Northumbria Police, where Susan was abducted. And you had Staffordshire Police, Mm. where Susan's body was found. Uh, Edinburgh, like, police were involved with Caroline's abduction. And so were Leicestershire, where... Which Caroline was yeah. found. So, but like t- basically, t- two in in the north of England, and, and the where the bodies the were found yeah. were in the fucking Midlands, like there's borders yeah, yeah, and yeah, shit. Yeah. And now they suspected a long distance lorry driver, uh, transport companies in Scotland and the Midlands where the girls were found were contacted. But Black, he was working for a London firm, so oh, he just slipped through he the d- fucking d- net. They, rec- I wonder if they reckon, yeah, because he's he's not he's got he's got it smart. He's going. So we, either they'd have looked for lorry drivers who are based in Scotland or the Midlands. Yeah. Big way the bodies were found or where they were abducted. But they're not going to think, oh, this guy lives in London. Let's look in Devon. You know, yeah, let's, look, let's look in fucking... I don't, I don't think he, he was smart. I think he just fucking... He accidentally hacked the system and went, oh, this fucking works. I'll just keep doing it. And he did it for f- years and years and well, years, yeah, apparently. The thing is, he's gotten away with it for so long. Like, why not? She's I'm not doing. I'm not been it. caught so far. I'll just keep going. And uh, clearly, he's got he's got a system that works for him. So the evidence was computerized because there was so fucking much. And computerized on the on the on the computer on my the, bobs. the computer metroid. <laughs> <laughs> and um, police searched all the homes of every single male name submitted in the evidence. Uh, an incident was set up, and then they began to sort of. Unfortunately, they were like, "Is this a fucking child?" Serial killer? Are we dealing with some with someone who's is this? Yeah, that's that's this is there's can connect. There's some similarities and connections yeah. here, and this could possibly spread wider. But other than like, I than suppose just these two children. Like other than circumstantial uh, evidence in in terms of how the bodies and the way they disappeared, there wasn't really anything else that could go again. What the there's fuck? Not can much they do to go on. on. Yeah. But police at the time were, were conscious of of this and that they needed to make progress because they got a shitload of criticism from the Yorkshire Ripper case. Um, because, uh, well, that suckily, if you go back, to, go and listen to our two part we did on him. He fell through the fucking net. I think sh- a lot of them do. Don't they do for a long time. A lot of these these people like they're caught by blind luck. Even yeah. in this instance, yeah, caught like complete, like just complete fucking coincidence on some of the charge. Yeah, that's all it is. Oh, he nicked a fucking penny sweet from the local shop or and get he got, complacent he or got something. Done yeah, for it. that's exactly yeah. And then it's like, 
Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. Yeah. Um, so Black seems to have gone on a, a three-year hiatus at this point. It's either that or he continued killing, but nothing can be pinned to him. Um, which is what I it's think is probably likely, the case. Yeah, of yeah. course. I mean, of course. He, at this time, let's say he didn't... Because this guy doesn't seem like he cares about life in any way, shape or form. So he's not going to stop something, doing something that he enjoys. Well, exactly. He's not going to... Just no. because, man, fuck it, I'm just going to do not do it for a bit. Well, there's some, some little girls were vanishing over in Europe, in very similar, in the same time frame mm. as this, in very similar ways, but Again, fuck knows. Unless he admits, and like he probably just can't even remember... Yeah, maybe it may be that bad. Or, like, or yeah, he might remember every single one if and just you, won't say because he just well, won't, he's, he's not, playing either, games. Either he's not going to say or he's going to um, just have forgotten. Like, he's like, fuck it, I forgot, man. Yeah. Like, I just don't, I've done that many, yeah, I can't remember yeah. them all. You do hear that. I can't remember, like, let's just say it was Bundy, for instance. Like, I can't remember her name. Yeah, I think yeah, that was yeah, one. Yeah, some, someone like that. There's as well, he's fucking, <laughs> like, yeah, I can't. I can't. Yeah, I did. A, I'm sure 15 I did. Or 16. I d- um, yeah, I did. I'm sure I did a guy, but I can't remember because it's that long ago, and I, I literally forgot. I've done so many since. How can you forget? You killed a child. How can you forget? Because it's because it's complete. Because it's normal. It's normal to him now. What did you have for dinner he's last done, week? That's all he's done. Same fucking His whole life to me. apparently is fucking this shit. <laughs> you know, it's just complete normal life for him to go out and do this stuff. So on the oh, e- there's a little kid there. I'll have that one. Yeah, again, just snatch up. I like this. Yeah. Like this girl here on the evening of 26th of March, 1986, 10-year-old Sarah Jane Harper, she vanished from Morley in Leeds. And again, horrific for her mother, Jackie, because she asked her daughter just to pop to the shops to grab a uh, like a loaf of bread or something. And the shop was like 100 yards. Oh, it was fuck. like over the road and the little yeah, it bit. doesn't matter. Fuck. No, it's but, just like that but she should have gone herself. It's just, it's just Think about what would happen if you just... Yeah, but that's hindsight. doesn't matter. You, you go, yeah. oh, if, what if I... What if... That's the worst question in this situation. Yeah, of course you can it ha- is. Ask yourself because you're like, I can't change it, and yeah. doing the what ifs in my head is just gonna is just gonna make me more and more mentally unstable and upset. Can kill you, yeah, destroy you, destroy you. You just think it's all so your you fault. Just, it's yeah. not your fault. It's no, the fucking it's just bloke what happened. Of course, it's the guy who fucking stole her and raped her and fucking killed her. So the shopkeeper served Sarah at 7.55 and he told the police there was a balding man standing behind her in the queue. Oh, um, that's again, creepy. opportunistic. So really creepy about that. Every one of his she crimes stood there happened. and they saw him yeah. and they saw her and that... Oh. He just nipped in there to get a chocolate bar and there was a girl in front of him in the queue and he was like, I could probably just fucking rape you to death and kill you. Yeah. Probably just do that. Yeah, 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 I've done it loads of times before. So he fucking did. So at 8.20... Um, so she's been gone 25 minutes. Her mom, Jackie's like, where the fuck is she? Like, thinks she's like dawdling in the streets or whatever because she's only young. And uh, she went out to have a look and nowhere to be seen. Um, and I mean, like, if she's not in the immediate area, where, where the is fuck is she? She can't have gone far. It's 100 yards. She can't have, but any, even if she went outside of where she was supposed to go, she can't have gone that far. Sarah was reported missing to the police immediately. Uh, over 100 officers were put on the case. 200 volunteers, 3,000 homes were searched in Morley, over 10,000 missing people or person flyers were distributed, 1,500 statements were taken, a local reservoir was searched by divers, but fuck all, nothing. It's like, it's invisible. Because she's somewhere else in England, that's why. Yeah. A white van um, being spotted kept coming up in in the statements from people where they were speaking. Oh yeah, I did see a white fucking van. Um, but then there's a lot of white vans around, so... And at this point, the police put a message out to all of the forces to check locations where murdered children had previously been found. I mean, that says it all, doesn't it? Yeah. But again, nothing. 20... What, even though we've got fucking Midlands 
Yeah, they the Midlands duo. Well, duo. Che- check where other kids have turned up dead, and they went and looked, and were like, "There is no dead person." Oh, here. I see what you mean. Right, right. So, twenty-five days later, twenty-five days later, on the nineteenth of April, a fella called David Moore is walking on the River Trent in Nottingham. Again, Midlands, not far from here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he saw what he thought was an old sack he floating knows down the him river. In the Midlands, doesn't he? An old, no, an old sack. And he's he, he, like, as it got closer, he was like, "Oh my fucking god, that's a body!" And he like oh used no. a stick and he just oh like, "Oh my pu- god, that's girl, brave, that's brave." Pulled it into in. the edge and then then called the police. Uh, and unfortunately, it was Sarah Harper. And police figured that she'd been thrown into the river at Junction 24 on the M1, and she floated down over a number of days. She was found bound and gagged. She suffered horrendous head and facial injuries inflicted before death, and the cause of death was drowning. So that poor girl was thrown into the river, tied up. How the fuck can you do that to someone? Well, you... You, that's the thing that gets you off. Well, yeah, but that's, that's the thing. Like, it's these people don't have the same mental... <laughs> It's fucked. Capacity as people with empathy and, you know, and people it's that, ha- pe- normal people who don't, don't fucking think about this stuff and, ugh. So this one's for the girls. Uh, savage. Wince, because you will. Post-mortem examination found that she suffered acts of what they said was extreme sexual violence. Been mind she drowned, so she was alive. Of course, yeah. Uh, police said that the murderer had violently explored her vagina and her anus. Oh terrible God. injuries. Um, I mean, bear in mind, Robert Black told the police he was obsessed with finding out how deep An vaginas and anus. I know, yeah. I know. And how much shit he could put in there. Ugh. Fuck. They obviously drew similarities between all these murdered girls. Uh, you know, they were all driven south from where they were taken. Okay, so they weren't all local, but they'd been all pulled south. Their bodies had dumped in the Midlands, all within 26 miles of each other. But there's always doubt. They're like, well, that could be a coincidence. It's but how many people are fucking killing kids it's and dumping them? Well it's not, not a coincidence. Not in its very specific parameters and ways that this that they all have. Like, they've all got similarities. So S- Someone's going to Scotland, snatching a girl, driving back down somewhere and dumping them in the Midlands. Yeah. And that's what we know. So a national manhunt was uh, got underway. Uh, but they didn't know who they were looking for. It was just fucking overwhelming. Well, a balding man. So uh, Yeah, a balding man. A balding man. There's lots of those. Exactly. That's the problem. <laughs> it's, just, it's just what did he look like? You're like, fuks sakes. How the fuck, what can you well, do with the, that? And back then it's like... you, you had two you, eyes. You, you had a yeah, nose. You, you, you're sort of going on witness fucking... Evi- you've got to ev- get your evidence. Evidence. Like, you're not, you can't look at some CCTV or get some real kind of idea of what this person looks like. You know, it's just going off of what someone recalls yeah, they look like. Yeah, like a geezer sitting no, there drawing it. Did they look yeah, like yeah. this? And you're like, he's yes, and they put it on the TV. And you're like, like, that's a fucking cartoon character. Yeah, what, the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck is that? What is this fucking Barney Rubble Stone Age shit? <laughs> so police suspected that the case might be linked to 19 unsolved child murders at the time. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Because they were operated in similar uh, circumstances. This guy's just prolific. He's just going out all the time and doing it. 23rd of April, 1988, uh, he tried to kidnap a 15-year-old girl, she's like slightly older, called Teresa Thornhill in Nottingham. <laughs> Again, not far from here. Uh, she was 4 foot 11. kidnapping her from the Midlands this time. Yes. Maybe yeah. did he take her to Scotland? <laughs> well, c- cops think that he mistook her for a child because she was... It's more mature. She's, yeah, yeah. So she's more... She's more... She's um, a fighter. yeah. She's a fighter. More mature, more likely to to like fight back. Realise a problem as soon as it's happening knows, instead of going. Yeah, oh, I'll go to the fair with you. Understands that this dude is not is probably got ill intent because with most either he's snatching them quickly and just grabbing them because he can because they're little, 
Well, you have a witness it, uh, later on and what how he does it. Oh, know? really? Yeah, okay. yeah. So Teresa, apparently, she was walking home from meeting her boyfriend, a fella called Andrew Beeson. Um, like they gave each other a kiss or whatever and went their separate ways. And then Robert Black pulled over in his van, uh, apparently lifted up the bonnet and then asked Teresa if she could fix engines. And she was like, I'm 15, dude, fuck off. Mm. So he then just fucking grabbed her and thought, oh, fuck, I'll try to just try and bundle you into the van and rape you instead. And she ended up trying to pull his bollocks off whilst biting his arm. So she was really She's fucking fighting. Was, like, fighting back, Go on, yeah. girl. He called her a bitch as she put her feet on the door frame and screamed. So he's trying to push her. In my mind's eye, I can see him pushing her into the van and she's literally got her feet on the fucking door. Proper fighting. Screaming her tits off. And then um, her boyfriend, who was just there, Andrew, he, he heard and then came running to try and fucking help her. Um, and then he shouted, let go of her, you fat bastard, <laughs> to, uh, to Robert Black, which he did and then sped off at high speed. Speed. The attack was immediately reported to police who took everything down and they, they described the attacker as overweight, smelly, balding, heavy built man, somewhere between 40 and 50 years of age, about five foot seven in, in height. Much uh, more of a description this time. Well, yeah, 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 because it's a survivor. Yeah, and someone's actually someone seen what he looks like. Fucking properly. put their hands on him, ripped his bollocks off, yeah, tried yeah, to, yeah. yeah. Um, that, and police obviously suspected that these, this was now linked and, they, and it fucking was. It fucking was. So I'm going to move on to his capture now. Okay. And the way he fucking went is insane. It's fucking... I'd like to say that the police, like, solved the case, like, through mad detective work, but they didn't. Um, and like we were saying before, we often hear, like, serial killer cases that the murder is caught by sheer chance. You know, they get sloppy, take too many risks, they become complacent mm. or overconfident. And that's exactly what happened to, to Robert Black. So all the while through his murder campaign, he was snatching children off the street in very... Cam campaign, I love that. It's like his fucking... Yeah. It's like a race for the fucking fucking politics, his career. My career in rape and murder. <laughs> so he was like snatching them up. Very, it wasn't like, oh, I know there's going to be a girl down that road. It's like, if they're there, he fucking grabs them. So it's just a matter of time before he got fucking copped. Yeah, yeah. And this Someone's going to eventually see him doing it. Yeah, you hope. Yeah. Um, well, on the 14th of July, 1990, uh, in the town of Stowe, which is just on the border, six-year-old Mandy Wilson uh, was walking to a friend's house. Again, fucking six, man, but different times, I suppose. Um, yeah, it's like, I suppose he was just, he was, he was uh, functioning in a time where yeah, but but lots of young children were allowed to just walk around and do stuff because I feel like these days that doesn't happen. You don't see a five year old just walk into the shop by himself. Well, when these you days. do, you fucking pay attention. If well, you see a six year old, kid. you would never. S I would never send a six year old down the fucking no. road to a to a to get Are you mad to, to get like a fucking chocolate bar no. or but a pint of milk. If, I thought, if they were a dickhead, I would. I'd be you like, just oh, don't get do that these days. No, you wait until at least ten years old before you do that. <laughs> I mean. Can Even get then, snatched I mean, at so fucking yeah, thirty. Yeah, yeah, to be fair, I could. They could. They could snatch me, and yeah. I, I would be fucked. So her neighbour was a fifty-six-year-old fella called David Herx, and he was mowing his lawn, and he just kept an eye on her as she walked by, as you do. And a van pulled up, and he didn't. He's not like fucking murderer. He's because you know not many people are sort of know that this is happening. Um, so he's, he said he was. He told the police that he bent down to look at his his lawnmower blades, and he said all I could see were her little feet standing next to to the man. And suddenly they vanished, and I saw him making movements as if he was trying to stuff something underneath the dashboard. He got in the van and sped off towards Edinburgh. Right, so he's gone. What the? F he knew that's fucked. He wrote down the, the number plate immediately, and then called the police. And they flooded the village, and they radioed out to officers further out. They were like, close all the fucking routes. Yeah. This is a little village, and someone's just bundled a kid in a van. 
Just fucking just do fucking it. Just fucking close it, yeah. As David Herx was giving a statement to the police, it had been like 20 minutes at this point, suddenly, as he's standing there, a van appeared driving down the fucking road towards them, and he was like, that's the fucker, that's the fucking van. So the coppers just stormed, the, like literally made like a, forced him to stop, otherwise he was going to, like he would have run over the police. And, um, and this is fucking mental, right? One of the officers jumped into the cab, right? And they saw a sleeping bag, like tied up, wedged in the footwell. And he opened it up and he found a little girl with her hands, like a wrist bound behind her back. Her legs were tied together and she had a hood on her head. And he took the hood off and he realised that the fucking girl in the sleeping bag was his own daughter. That was his... <gasps> the police officer's daughter? Yeah. Fuck! How Are you fucking, fucking shitting me? She was gagged with tape. Oh my fucking God, that's insane. That just gave me chills. Yeah, she was bright red from the heat because she couldn't breathe and she was didn't make a sound. She was just completely fucking... Oh, imagine, imagine the relief when her fucking own dad is the one who gets... Oh, like, opens where up is the that fucking, fucking bloke? Where opens up the sleeping bag that you're, lo- that, you, that you're fucking tied up in. How crazy is that? Oh my God, that gave me chills, that did. I, I bet Robert Black got the living shit kicked out of him. Because oh, if that was your daughter... Because the thing is, not only is this policemen like yeah it, the, all these fucking mates are policemen as well they're well, all gonna fucking be gunning I for this guy I'd more yeah. because the guy the girl they found was a fucking police officer's daughter yeah not only we got the fucking that child series, yeah i bet you he would he said to them officers turn around whilst fucking robert black falls over several times because yeah. it would and, falls like, and bangs his head quite considerably several times i don't times. give a fuck about like like at that point if that's happened to you and you yeah, that's you your daughter you'd be like all oh, right my right. fucking police officer hat's come off now and we're going fucking <laughs> street we go, this, is this is just man on man now yeah, fucking hell. So he explained his actions away as apparently a rush of blood to the head. He said, I wasn't thinking. They also asked him if he touched the girl. And he said, I only did a little bit. I pulled her, pa- I mean, it's hot, sorry, but I pulled her pants I'm to pulled- one side and had a look. He oh said, my God. I sort of just stroked her vagina. Oh no, it's so horrible. When they were oh. like, they were like, I oh know, it's fucking horrible. It's awful. But they were like, mm. it's like you just don't even want to relay the information I know. a little bit, do you? Because you're like, yeah, that's what I said. No, like the second half of this, awful. I was like, Bleh. But like they were like, you just touched her a little bit. That, she no, looks a little bit okay. more fucked she up looks, with that. She, yeah, she, you, you, you fucking tied her up and you're starting to su- she's suffocating. Yeah, she was bright so red lucky, and so sweating lucky. and she could barely breathe, yeah, the yeah. poor little top. Um, so medics then unfortunately had to examine the, this. I know, that's unbel- all, that's an awful thing. About, it's the same like, fucking thing any, as far as she's any concerned. survivor of rape, they have to go through awful like probing of you fucking can't, well, doctors yeah. doing it all to, 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 to take tests and stuff. So they found internal bruising uh, and she had been violently assaulted and uh, police pressed Robert Black and he kind of just he, t- he kind of just told them what he planned to do, not what he actually did. He said, and this is what he said, he said, uh, when I was done with my delivery down the road, I would have assaulted Mandy sexually. Um, I would have probably stripped her from the waist down because like it happened that with the girl with the underwear was found under her head. He said, I would have untied her and probably took off the tape as well. And if she called, uh, called out for help whilst I was assaulting her, then I probably would have put the gag back on. Then I would have put things into her vagina to see how big she was. Fuck me, I want to kill him. Uh, going on, he said, I wasn't thinking about her life at all. Like, you know, what she was feeling. If she had died, it would have been a pure accident. Fuck off, mate. No. Like all the others. You knew exactly no, yeah, what. Like a pure off. accident. Like accidentally yeah, tied her up and then threw in a fucking to, river. He's just trying to make what he's done seem less bad somehow. He's just trying to get out of even, even, How are you get, you're not getting out of that? No, there that, ain't no getting out of that shit. So he's just trying to like make it sound Christ. slightly less. I wasn't going to kill her. 
Yeah. I was just going to put stuff I was just going to fucking rape her. I was just going to rape her and put stuff in a... Fuck, oh. I was just going to stick a table leg up her vagina and oh. then bound and gag and throw in a fucking river. If she died, well, whatever. Oh, whatever, yeah. Just Jesus tie her up Christ. and... You tie someone up and throw them in a fucking river, especially a young person, that you know, a girl that young who probably can't swim. Anyway, you're going to die. Well, the girls that they were found were tied like behind their axe. Yeah, you're, like not gonna, you're not... Even if you could swim... You're not gonna fucking. You're just gonna sink like a rock. You, if you're, you're just gonna sink yeah, like a rock your and look and at the fucking and just fade you, away. You're just gonna sink. And just fucking fade away in terror. Oh, Awful. God. So he was fucked. Um, so of course, police interviewed him regarding the other murderers because the similarity was obvious, and he denied everything. But police were like, "No fucking way. We don't buy what you're saying." They searched um, his van and they found handcuffs, rope, duct tape, and hoods. Polaroid camera, but no pictures. Um, numerous pieces of girls' clothing, a mattress, and a selection of fucking dildos. On the 10th of August 1990, he was taken to court for the kidnap and assault of Mandy. And the next day, he was sentenced to life in prison because he's fucking dangerous. And they were like, that's yeah, of it. That, like, this should have happened when he was 15 or whatever it was. But in the meantime, his flat in London was searched because they were like, we're going to go through this. Like, we're, we've got now you now. we know who he is. Yeah, we can fucking we're search. We're sure he's done... So that's not just that's a one-off event. You've no. done something before. So in his uh, his flat, they found loads of child porn. They found random unknown children's clothing, which is fucking creepy. They also found a sperm-stained copy of a newspaper with an article about the 1988 attempted abduction of Teresa Thornhill the one that fought back. So he's fucking wanking on articles oh, about oh, himself. Oh, yeah. How and fucking weird. Well, it's not weird. That's quite normal. That's normal. Normal. That's normal. No, that's normal for <laughs> fucking serial killers. Yeah, it's normal killers. for him. It's normal for serial killers. Like, isn't it? They love the limelight. They love it. Like, they, yeah. they, they love the kind of, like, attention it brings. Yeah. And, like, telling their, their lurid stories. Fucking it's like, nuts. Yeah mad so uh, there was loads of evidence uh, police contacted the delivery company he worked for like posted delivery or whatever it was and they'd kept all of rob black's fuel receipts because i think he was like and and his delivery routes they knew from they knew where he was well yeah they would do because it kept every fucking thing yeah and if that's just like standard i think in surely i think it, yeah 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 because you keep it receipts for petrol and of time because like this is like non-computerized about the vat yeah they had to go through like <laughs> thousands of th like t ten thousand yeah, yeah. receipts or some shit and they used it to to put him in the areas at the times these girls vanished they started piecing the evidence together and made a case against him because he's already in prison for life now but they're like we know you've done something um i mean i'm breezing over a lot of insane police work here that involves yeah, multiple mean, forces and shit yeah of course but i mean that's 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 a given There's but the like lots of work involved a in hell trying of uh, yeah, the, the, they um, they could put him 150 meters from where Sarah Harper vanished a matter of minutes before she actually disappeared. Receipts showed that he was using fuel stations near the abduction sites of all girls on the days that they went missing, like within minutes. And they also figured that he was driving around with dead girls in his van because where they turned up and his delivery of routes. Of course, yeah, yeah. So on the 13th of April 1994, he was back on trial for 10 charges of kidnap, murder, uh, attempted kidnap, preventing the uh, lawful bury of a body and he pleaded guilty to, um, not guilty, sorry, to everything. On the 19th of May, the jury found Robert Black guilty of three counts of kidnap, three counts of murder and three counts of preventing the lawful bury of a body and in relation to, to Teresa Thornhill, they gave him one count of attempted abduction and the judge went, right, infinity times, 10 years in prison for you. You're not coming out ever again. But if you paid attention, we went through four murders but he only got done for free at that point. 15 years later, on the 16th of December 2009, he was charged 
with the murder of Jennifer Cardi in Northern Ireland, which was his first known victim. Again, it was fuel receipts and delivery routes placed him at the site of her abduction at the correct time. And forensics also pointed out the similarities with Jennifer Cardi's injuries and the other girls that Robert Black had killed. Yeah. Um, the detective work that went into this is fucking crazy. Well, yeah, you have to at that in that time. There, it does. You know, the science wasn't there, was it? No, really. So, I Proper mean, fucking Sherlock you, Holmes. You gotta you like, you gotta, you gotta do all the fucking due diligence and rifle through fucking paper, hundreds of fucking bits of paper and sort it all out and you know get it into piles right that pile there and that one there and right that bit's got a bit of information yeah so it's uh so the um the judge is like fuck that prison forever you ain't coming out um, and they can place him which is quite frightening uh, close to uh, multiple child disappearances in europe as well from his fuel receipts which is i find that fucking I mean, Christ, you know what I mean? It's <laughs> Where does it fucking end? Where does it end? Um, and luckily, he died on the 12th of January in 2016 of a fucking heart attack. So that fucker, in my opinion, got away with it. He definitely, definitely got away with it because he died in prison. And we know that when he's in prison, he's not fucking... He's being treated reasonably well at the taxpayer's expense. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, like, he would have just... I mean, it, unless they get the death sentence, which they're not gonna in the UK, there's very few places in the world that still do that. He's not really gonna get the true comeuppance for what he's done. No. He's no. just gonna sit in prison and get fed and live on the taxpayers' money and watch fucking Emmerdale or whatever on the <laughs> TV. Emmerdale, yeah. Do you know, it's true though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the end. Yes, you lose your freedom, but. I mean, what, what, what was kind his of life? I anyway? mean, what home? kind of freedom did you have? You were fucking. You don't. You know, you weren't. Well, maybe he obviously enjoyed what he did because he did it for so long. It's not like he went on a mad rampage Compulsion. and then just stopped. He did it for thirty years or more. Yeah. Well, no, since he was fifteen. Yep, he did it from the get go when he was five. Yeah. Fucking. <laughs> well, no, yeah, since he was five. Yeah, fucking. Just the fucking life lifer, pretty much. So that's a horrible. It's just a mad fucker. That's the horrible tale of Robert Black. Um, if I would say, if you are interested, do your research, but don't fucking bother. Just no, take don't. it for what it is. Yeah, that it's, happened. It's it's a it's another on the long list of fucking awful fucked cunts. up, awful people that uh, decide that they're it's okay for them to take other people's lives and do all those awful horrific things. Fucking to, horrible. to other people who are innocent and done nothing to deserve it. But on a on a cheery note, we've got a, a sticker winner. Oh, <laughs> quick, <laughs> quick shift from uh, child rape to it sticker winners. I tell you though, it, uh, you got to man, you got to take some guys a bit comic. I, I nearly comic didn't relief. do it because I just found it was horrific. I was like, I mean, of all the ones you've done as well, like oh, I know I must just be getting more sensitive to these horrible people. Yeah, awful. I don't know. Man. But our, our um, sticker winner for being an Instagram uh, legend is a. Uh, Baco Street photo, which I believe might be... Yeah, she did. She she went and tagged the Shiznies. Yeah, I think it might be uh, Victoria Barton, I believe. Yeah, she tagged shitloads this week. So but if, if, it, if I've said Victoria Barton and you're not Baco Street photo, you haven't won. But I might give you something anyway. If you <laughs> yeah, but okay, if we if the if you're not and he's you, yeah you get you we will both get stickers. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, send us your details and we'll get some stuff sent out to you. Um. Please go and check out our primary sponsor, uh, which is our Yucateco hot sauce. Um. Also go and check out Retro Vague on all their Instagram and social media goodness. Um. Please head over to podbelly.com and go and follow some of the pods. On the network. Yep. And D- just do yeah. do some tagging as well. We we always like the tags. Yeah. And it's if you favorite thing. If you've enjoyed the pod, leave us a review or whatever on whatever platform or whatever you're listening to this on. 
Um, and if you want to get hold of us, you can find us on our social media, Rebels Rides podcast across the board. And I urge you to join RFE Top Secret Classified because yeah, it is fun. It's fun. And that is all I have got. I don't think there's anything else I need to cover. I need a wee, so... Oh, you need a, a wee? Good, it's a good, it's a good, uh, good time to... Your vagina's not that deep if you need a piss this quick. <laughs> Robert Black, he'd make it bigger. You know that's not how the, the female anatomy works, right? I know everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see you next week, Slags. Bye. <laughs>